Welcome to another edition of Hashtag Football Friday here on Second City Sports. We're live and in living color right here on Sports Zone Chicago. Along yeah. with Miss Lakina McGee, I am Cindy Brown. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter in the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, that's S I D K I D A zero. S I D K I D A zero. Follow me at Kina McGee on the Twitter and at Kino McGee on the IG. Make sure you download that Sports Zone Chicago app wherever you get your apps, whether it's Amazon, Amazon, Apple, iTunes Store, Google Play, uh, wherever you get your apps. Make sure it says Sports Zone Chicago. You know why? Because you can watch any of our live shows, including this one. That's why. And mm-hmm. just in case you missed them, you can watch them and listen to them at your own leisure. Make sure you download that Sports Zone Chicago app right now. And speaking <laughs> of Sports Zone, yes, <laughs> speaking of Sports Zone Chicago, you can. You can follow them on all social media platforms at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Once again, at, at Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. If you want to catch the audio version of this program, Second City Sports, you can do so by subscribing to War on Anchor. That's the Second City Sports podcast on War on Anchor. That's W-A-R-R on Anchor. We're available on all podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app. And you can follow War Media at W-A-R Media on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Once again, at WAR Media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you very much in advance for your support. Like, share, subscribe, and tell your friends. We are unapologetically fun, and we have very different opinions. <laughs> if you have any comments, you want to shoot us a comment or a question on any of our topics during today's show, during our two-hour extravaganza, you can do so by going to Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook or Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. You type in your questions and comments in the comments section. Lakina will get them up for you. But if you decide to troll and or do something stupid, Lakina will give you the beer bug boot. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love saying that. <laughs> Lakina, this is the part that we usually talk about, the Chicago Bulls. It looks like there is some good news on uh, on the horizon. We'll get to that in just a moment. Usually we review the games that have been played this week, but unfortunately they've been right. on vacation because of COVID. <laughs> COVID's been uh, wreaking havoc throughout the sports world, both college yeah. and pro. We'll get to all of that as we go along here coming up. But uh, the Chicago Bears also making news both on and off the field. Again, we'll get to them in a minute. Um, it looks like Allen Robinson has been added to the COVID list. Uh, three assistant coaches have been added to the COVID list as they get prepared to play the Minnesota Vikings on Monday night. Lakina, let, let's let's get to the uh, fortunate uh the unfortunate bad news uh, of all this. I know we were, we were scrambling before the show. We had to wait until Sean and, and my, uh, that, that show got off the air, but is the COVID is wreaking havoc right now. It looks like half of the, over half of the NFL teams at least has one player or a personnel person in COVID protocols. You have two games yeah. tomorrow. Uh, hockey. We, um, we saw, I believe Philadelphia, Montreal last night, of course, Canada has restricted attendance back down to 50%. We know the Calgary Flames have uh, COVID issues. They still haven't played yet at all this week. Uh, tomorrow's Bruins uh, Montreal Canadiens game that's supposed to be on Hockey Night in Canada that has been postponed. And so, and of course, we'll get to the college basketball schedule, at least what's left of it. Uh, it's been affected them as well. So, it, it's, it, I, I'll say this, Lakina. At least for your professional sports, so hopefully in college basketball, you you will hope they would have prepared for something like this. I know last year around this time, people were getting ready to get their vaccine, so and, and those leagues didn't jump the line. But you will hope that this year they would have had a, a better contingency plan. It sounds yeah. like they did, but uh, but 
maybe it's just me, but maybe some of these folks uh, didn't uh, see this coming the way that it did, especially with this uh, Omicron very uh, flowing around. Now. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where, you know, people, you, you can't really, um, I don't want to say put it on, di- on you know, one thing, you know, you have to put it on different, you know, different things. You know, so I've heard some people say, oh, maybe it's because, you know, some people you know, took the wrong vaccine or you know, the other vaccine. And then you have some that say, well, maybe they weren't vaccinated, you know, from what we're hearing. Some, the, you know, at least mm-hmm. most of the folks who have COVID right now have been vaccinated. So, you know, however people feel about vaccinations, you know, take that as mm-hmm. you will. And plus, it's also, it's cold and flu season, too. So I think people mm-hmm. also needed to rem- need to remember that it's not just, you know, cold. I mean, apparently the bears have, you know, not just... They have like what 10, 10 guys that are not practicing right now because of mm-hmm. you know non COVID illnesses like you know colds and flu. So you know it's just, just everything's just wreaking havoc at sports. We'll get to all the other stuff ha- as has been affected, but you know mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate that I've heard some you know people say that oh well you know maybe you know I heard our buddy Demond uh, Squirrel you know your former co-host Sid of Dean Davis mm-hmm. say that maybe uh, all the winter sports should go you know, should go on pause. I don't know if they're going to, it's going to get to that point. You know, some people say, well, let's put breaks, let's bring the bubble back. You know, I don't think they're going to do that either. So I, I think really like the best that they can do is, is I know the premier league, you know, the soccer English premier league, you know, some of the other leagues in Europe, they're thinking about maybe perhaps pausing for a few weeks because of, apparently, you know, it's really havoc here, but it's really we have over in Europe. And, mm-hmm. you know, you really, you just, you just can't really, you know, predict, you know, these kinds of things. You know, everyone thought that, you know, we were, you know, this was behind us. We were in a post COVID world. You know, no, it's it's not. I mean, you're, you still got, you know, things are happening. And, you know, with all the news about the Omicron variant is, it, well, at the very least, supposedly even more contagious than, you know, the Delta variants. I, I mean, it's just what 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 what's, what can you do at this point? So I think really the best thing for everyone is just mask up. You know, if you, you know, mask up, get your vaccinations if you, if you can or if not. At the very least, you know, make sure you wear a mask and, you know, keep your distance and, you know, just, just do what we were doing beforehand. You just got to get back to doing it. You're listening to Second City Sports on the Hashtag Football Friday edition right here on Sports Zone Chicago. We're live and live in living color right here on Second City Sports. See Lakina here with you. Lakina, I want to—I don't know if you caught this, but uh, Sean Sierra and Jason Palmer are cohorts at Sports Zone Chicago. They discussed this right before we came on today. For those of you that missed it, go to Sean and Mai in the morning, December seventeenth, uh, and check out uh, that show. They talked about this right before they closed uh, regarding the NHL. Of course, I, we just mentioned that. Canada, uh, they're going through it right now with this uh, variant going around, and they're t- they're restricted attendance from 100 to 50. And we mentioned that Philadelphia, Montreal, they had no fans last night in, in the city of Montreal. Now, will we see this kind of action in the United States? No. Here's why: because it uh, we don't want to get too political on this show because we're not a political show. Right. But it, it's, let's be honest: ever since the turn of this year. It's not been about COVID. It's been about other factors, and we won't get into that too too much. But right. uh, uh, I know, like you said, some people are thinking that we should shut down winter sports and and shut uh, go back on lockdown. It's not going to happen. It's all about money at this point. Whether which side of the fence that you lean on, that it's all about money at the end of the day. I think there's a way to do this and to be safe, but. Uh, Sean, going back on lockdown, like you mentioned, Lakeen, I heard some of these national pundits uh, talking about, especially going to the NFL. Uh, with all these, uh, with this outbreak, uh, the NFL should consider a bubble for the playoffs. And I said, 
This is about money at the end of the day. You have fans, whether it's outdoor or indoor, you have fans back in the stands. Mm-hmm. You, all of a sudden, you're going to tell those fans not to show up, which means money. All these sports leagues depend on their money. Exactly. Last year, it was about the TV contracts, and that's how all those professional sports that got by. Facts. Yep. You go tell yes, them sir. not to uh, 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 go back again. It's not going to happen. I'll be shocked if it they did happen. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, Sid, I mean, it, it's not like you said, it's not going to happen. I know some people say, well, maybe they, maybe we should do what Kansas doing and reduce it. No, just attendance. No, by half. No, that's not happening. You know, these, you know, these leagues are trying to make up for, you know, not not being able to be you know, you know, to take place a couple of years ago because of COVID. You know, yes, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure they're aware of what's going on. I'm sure, you know, folks have said, you know, and I heard, and I heard a little bit of it, you know, I heard a little bit of the ending of, you know, with, you know, Sean and I with, with uh, Sean and Jason, and it, it's, it's not going to happen. It's not. And I, and I think folks need to, you know, the, the more I think folks should accept it, I think the better off I think they'll be. And mm-hmm. I, I feel as, as if, you know what, that's not going to happen. Unless, unless things get really, really, really bad. I don't see, you know, these leagues, you know, threatening to shut down or perhaps maybe even, you know, you know, maybe reduce their lose their attendance. You know, that that's not happening. And I and I feel like if you're you're crazy to think that that's gonna it, it's gonna happen here and it's gonna take place because I because I just don't th- don't see it happening. It, it's not. I mean, the, the the money is you know is you know mm-hmm. they're making money again. You know, people are you know paying for the tickets, you know, concessions and those type of things. It, it just isn't gonna happen. Now, regarding to all the sports that we we're talking about, at least with the outdoor stadiums, so this is, of course, re- um, referring to football. Right. From from my understanding, you're not required to show your vaccination cards. But if it's an indoor place, uh, in, not just football, but definitely in basketball and hockey, I think the, the rule is still implied here in Chicago or, yes. regarding to the United Center. You still have to show your vaccination card and or have a negative uh, COVID test, COVID three, test yeah. Yeah, three days prior to the event. So, that's still going to go on, which we all knew that it was going to happen. Now, did people know that this was coming? Perhaps, but how bad would it uh, could have gotten? You like you said, no one could have predicted that. But I, I th- those things are still going to, to continue, whether we like it or not. Will this be the future? Who knows? I doubt it personally. But as of right now, going into 2022, this is what's going to happen if you want to attend a sporting event, especially if it's indoors. Outdoors, no problem. But indoors this is what's going to happen now going back to the nfl i think the nfl started this i believe i think it was the nfl or the nba you can correct me on this lakina but huh. they're going to start i think it's the nba they're going to start testing every day from christmas until january 8th i yeah. know that uh some people as you mentioned before uh with the outbreak going on across the world especially in this country the united states oh it was thanksgiving people are traveling oh it's just oh it's that like you said lakina it's cold and flu season we've been dealing with this all of our lives please be careful that's all i'm going to say about it yeah like i said wash your hands you know wipe stuff down you know vinegar vinegar is a nice um it's a nice uh you know disinfectant you know which is natural you don't have to worry about you know breathing the fumes if you're sensitive to that mm-hmm. you know wear your mask double mask if you have to um you know to keep your distance from folks and you know or if you're going to hug somebody make sure they're wearing a mask too don't be around someone mm-hmm. if they're not wearing a mask you know here in our state you know we're very we're very strict you know but especially indoors you, know, you have to wear a mask i know in some school some colleges in you know in illinois that you, know, you can't you can't go into one of the into the, the arenas or the stadiums without a mask on indoors so 
we are we're still very we're, we're very strict and look however you guys feel about the virus and the you know, vaccines and things like that just just use common sense mm-hmm. okay take care of some hand sanitizer you know have some gloves with you you know take some lysol i know i know folks are already talking about lysol again I, i've seen it some i bought some places. lysol wipes yesterday came to my yeah. house and i started using them so yes uh, take speaking some with of, you, yeah, yeah take yeah. some with you whenever you go anywhere said you whether you go to work yeah. you go to the store yeah. whatever make sure you take some yeah. with you also too this is a little old school tip and i know i'm telling my age on this lakina <laughs> i'm sure you did this too if you didn't have any lysol wipes or any disaffected wise, I know those things coming down to the nineties and especially mid to late nineties. But remember, yet you uh, your mom used to or your dad used to pour that hot water, oh yeah, in a tub yeah. or in a bucket yes, yes, and pour yes, some pine yes. salt. They yes. got the job done. Yes, yes, they got the job done. I did that recently. I'm gonna do it again this weekend as I had to clean up my house again. But remember, you used to do that, and it worked every oh, yeah. it time. Worked like a charm. Yep. So, yeah, I, I, I don't want to go old school, new school again. I want to beat down <laughs> everybody in the young generation. But we were creative back then. Of course you know? we were. Well, I, yes. I'm not saying people didn't get sick back then. Of course we did. But it seemed like to me we didn't have all the advantages that many of these young folks have today. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think we did either. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, look, yeah, just like, like Tim said, you know, just mm-hmm. do the little things, you know, mm-hmm. just like I said, just use common sense, you know, you know, take some hand sanitizer with you, you'll know, take some, you know, Lysol mm-hmm. wipes or Clorox wipes with you, you know, spray, you know, as much as you can. I would say mm-hmm. spray yourself, spray yourself down with Lysol or wipe yourself down <laughs> with well, you know, your coats, you know, your, your coats, especially if your coats, you know, because some people say it's airborne. So, Look, yeah. there, there are things you could do to kind of, you know, limit yourself. You know, take vitamins, you know, probiotics, you know, and then, you know. I know Sean said iron. Put some iron in your yes, um, yes. in your system. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Iron pills. Yeah. My mom takes some. Takes those. Uh. Yeah. They're, they're just little things you could do. You know, take a multivitamin every day. You know, take a D, a vitamin D you know, mm-hmm. pills. You know, just you know, just, just the little things. I would say just use common sense. I would say just just make sure you know you do what you can do what you can to you know, protect yourself. I mean, it may not, you know, totally prevent it, but at the very least you can, you know, limit your you know, exposure. I know folks have said, you know, we're going to have gatherings for Christmas. I would say, you know, make sure it's limited, you know, mm-hmm. you're listening to second city sports on the hashtag football Friday. We're live in living color right here on sports zone, Chicago city, Lakina here with you. We promise we'll get to the action uh, uh, sports action on uh, on the court and on the field of play coming up in our next segment. But Lakina, we have a couple of minutes left. Uh, breaking news just coming across the wire. Sean Payton, uh, NFL head coach of the New Orleans Saints, he has tested positive for COVID. He will not coach Sunday's game, Sunday night's game against Tampa Bay. Dennis Allen, the former Raiders head coach at one point, uh, he's the um, defensive coordinator down there now. Yes. He's going to yes. assume coaching duties on Sunday night. Yeah, it you know, and unfortunately he had it he had it last year. So mm-hmm. you know, we're we're seeing a lot of folks who have who had it last year. Um Kevin Stefanski, who's the Browns head coach, you know, mm-hmm. he had he has it. He had it last year. I mean, you know, it's just it's just one of those things where that's why you missed the playoff game last year against uh, yes, Pittsburgh. He did Pittsburgh, yeah. So, you know, we, we just you know, it, it's just unfortunate. But like I said, if if it, it's I, I'm you know, it, honestly I think you really don't know what to what to think or what to say at this point. So like, like I said before, just, just be careful mm-hmm. and just, you know, try and make sure, you know, use common sense. That's all. That's really all I can say at this point. I mean, there's really nothing else, you know, 
that's going to totally prevent it. But look, due to, due to tips that we've mentioned, I'm sure mm-hmm. when our, our buddy Christine Manique, you know, Manica, you know, joins us for KXRB, joins us later on, I'm sure, you know, she'll have probably, she may have some tips as well. So you never know. But, you know, it, it's <laughs> just the little things that at this point, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we weren't, like I said, we weren't out of the woods. You know, there's good. There's going to be variants. You know, we're, there's going to be other things that are going to come around that might be. You know, we're still we're still learning all this as we go. So mm-hmm. I would say the best thing you know I can say is just you know wear your mask, mask up, wash your hands. You know, keep your distance and keep and just make sure to you know just 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 be good to each other. Like I said at the end of the show, and you know just use common sense. I can't emphasize that enough. Last thing on this before we turn the page and hit the bottom of the hour. Uh, I heard a couple of uh, national pundits uh, uh, comment on the NFL uh, this week because, uh, because almost looks like almost everything has at least one personnel and or one player in perfect co- protocols. I know we have a couple of games tomorrow. The rest of the schedule is on Sunday. Of course, we had the Bears-Vikings on Monday night. But remember the Super Bowl last year in Tampa? Remember, there were no parties no. last year. And the, family, uh, and the family members of the two participating teams last year, Tampa and Kansas City, uh, immediate family members were allowed only, but you couldn't allow your cousins on your aunties or anything like that to come down last <laughs> your year. Your boy. Uh, exactly. <laughs> your boy from right. the old neighborhood. You know, yeah. Exactly. Uh, 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 hopefully, um, like I said, these leagues will get past this, but I think assuming that, that it gets worse, I think they'll have those restrictions again. I'm talking about the NFL because this year is an indoor stadium at SoFi Stadium right. in Los Angeles. Yeah. You know they want to have those parties again, especially uh, in that city and that state. But I think things will get better. But I don't, as of right now, I don't see the NFL re- uh, having a, a strict lockdown policy during the Super Bowl like we did last year. That's just me. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens then because we have a little bit over a month and a half before the uh, game takes place. I believe that's on Sunday, February 13th. And so we, we still got less than two months away. So hopefully things will turn around soon. And we won't have uh, and the NFL won't have to uh, have a quote unquote lockdown policy on the Super Bowl because yeah, you know I, they want to have those parties oh, because yeah, they didn't have them last year. Especially since it's going to be in Los Angeles. So exactly, I, I, I definitely think they want to make sure. And a lot can still happen between now and February thirteenth. Mm-hmm. I think maybe ha- having that, I think, will help. Now again, I don't think there's going to be any you know strict lockdowns. I mean, if anything, it'll probably just limits you know how many people can have you know you can have at your parties. You know, maybe mm-hmm. other things going on, you know, maybe do it virtually. I, I don't know, you know, what the parameters are going to be. I'm sure they got to, I'm sure they'll figure that out. But yeah, I, I just, I don't think that's going to happen. Like I said before, there's not going to be any, you know, pauses, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they may pause a week because there's too much money involved. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's just, you know, I don't think we, I didn't think we were going to have to go through this. I figured we were going to go through this again, but not to this extent. I mean, it seems like it's mm-hmm. just going crazy again. Yeah, like I said, there's some outside factors too. We won't get into that here because, like I said, this is a sports show, not a political show. But I, I told somebody this last year, uh, even though we are learning about this virus, we just got to treat it just like the flu. You know, you just have to be careful. Wash it, like you said, wash your hands. Just take care of yourself. And just use basic common sense. Yeah, yeah. And I know, like, I know that's that's hard for some folks, but yeah, you, you have you got to do it. I mean, look. I hate wearing a mask out, you know, outside and indoors, but you, look, you do what you got to do you know, to mm-hmm. keep yourself from getting sick. You know, I don't exactly. think any of us does. So, you know, we, look, I hate, you know, Lysol and wiping things down, but look, you, you got to do it. So just do it, folks. 
Yes. Uh, on the flip side, we'll get back to the, uh, uh, at the action on the field of play on the basketball court, on the ice, and on the football field. It looks like there's some good news ahead for the Chicago Bulls. We're getting to the best and worst of the NBA from this past week and g- give you some of the games to watch this upcoming weekend. And the, the Chicago Bears have made news again. We'll get into that as well. You're listening to he- Second City Sports on a hashtag Football Friday edition, live in the 11 color right here on Sports Zone Chicago. Sid Keenar here with you stay right there automotivemap.com presents the sports flash on the sports automotivemap.com presents the sports flash on the sports zone chicago nfl thursday night the chiefs beat the chargers 34 28 in overtime kansas city 10 and 4 with the win the chargers dropped to 10 and 6 three touchdown passes for patrick mahomes in the win 31 47 passing 410 yards travis kelsey with two touchdown grabs justin herbert had a pair of touchdown passes for the chargers 22 of 38 passing 236 yards he was picked off once mahomes connected with kelsey for a 34 yard touchdown pass on the first possession of overtime to win it putting some separation between the division leading chiefs and the Chargers in the AFC West. Scary moment in the first quarter when Chargers tight end Donald Parham Jr. was knocked unconscious. He was stretched off but is reportedly in stable condition. Kansas City's winning streak at seven. The Chargers had a two-game win streak snapped. For lightning fast sports updates, download the Score app. It's free and one of the most popular sports apps in North America. I'm Chuck Sanders. That's the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. Shop 40 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com this week only. Plus, new deals on outerwear and sweats. Save through December 15th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Do you think it's okay to drive stoned? The truth is your reaction time slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. Fever is a potential sign of COVID or the flu, and the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Exergen Temporal Scanners, available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Welcome back to Second City Sports on the hashtag Football Friday right here on Sports Zone Chicago. Sid Lakina with you. We are live and in living color as we'll turn to the action on on the basketball court. Lakina, let's get into some basketball talk. The Chicago Bulls, their their next game will be Sunday night at 7 o'clock at the United Center. They will host the Los Angeles Lakers. That game was originally scheduled for two thirty, but it's been moved to seven o'clock on Sunday. It looks like there's some good news on the front end for the Chicago Bulls. It looks like they're going to get some players back. They at least have enough players available to play this game on Sunday to resume their schedule. Yeah, um, Demar Derozan. If you saw um, his Instagram page, he had like a. I think he's an iPhone guy. He had like the battery, you know, with the charged up. So I guess I'm assuming he's going to get cleared, and you know, a couple other uh, other guys. I believe Tony Bradley Jr. is going to be also going to be clear too. So I think that should that'll give the Bulls enough guys mm-hmm. to field a team. I feel to field a team. I think um, Javante Green was clear too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they're going to have enough guys to you know play 
and because that was a thing, you know, that they've had to you know go through because of you know they had to you know postpone some of their games because that unfortunately it's going to be a while for you know Zach and some of the other guys AO as well. So it might be a couple more days where we'll see them back on the court, but this is a good sign. Hopefully, you know they're turning the corner and. Yeah, I know it's killing them, and you know if you if you heard on um, Billy Donovan's comments, I'm sure it's killing him and and, and the team. You know mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to play, not being able to play. But it's for safety reasons and such. But you know, hopefully, and I, I, look, I don't want Bulls Twitter because you know how some of them are, are going to be freaking out. <laughs> oh, they don't, oh, they don't look good against LeBron and them, and oh, they look. That, no, look, it's look, it's going to be a, it's it's going to take them a couple, maybe a few games to kind of get everybody back on track, especially when everybody does come back, you know, healthy and everyone's cleared and. You know, they're being, co- being cohesive. So I think folks could, should just, you know, slow down. I mean, it's better. I guess it's, I guess if there's a bright side, it's better that this happens now than, I guess, near the end of the season, near the playoffs and all mm-hmm. this. So maybe it's better to happen now. Everyone can kind of have their – get their brothers in order and, you know, just, you know, just give it, give them some time. You know, just make sure, you know, guys, just make sure you give them some time because it's going to take – it's going to take them a few games to everybody kind of, you know, get back on track. Yeah, you brought up my next point as as I was going to mention that I'm sure they didn't have enough players to practice this week because the most, the people that you want to practice they were in or some of them are still in healthy and safety protocols. So, like you mentioned, like you may you still get a couple more guys back right in time for the game on Sunday, but it's still going to take some time. I know some people would say, "Well, they had training camp to do. They had a couple of practices early in the season, so it should be fine." As you mentioned, it's going to take time because of the players who were out, as we saw in that game last Saturday against the Miami Heat. Those players who were on the floor, floor they competed, but uh, your main guys that were supposed to be out there weren't out there. Uh, originally, so mm-hmm. the ones who were on the list prior to Saturday's game. So, like you mentioned, Kenny, it's going to take some time. But you think it re- it's no good time to get sick. But like you say, it rather happens now than when the weather turns in March and April and stuff still happens. Because remember, uh, last year, you know, Zach was on the COVID list toward the end of the season. The Bulls had a, a realistic shot, shot in getting the playing game, uh, playing tournament, rather, and it didn't happen. So, you know, you say, all good. Sometimes all good things come out of uh, tragedies, and maybe this is a, a good sign for the Bulls. So things are starting to turn around. So, what we'll, we'll you see what happens? Uh, I want to see how they they come out against the Lakers. Uh, of course, the Lakers have their uh, COVID yes. issues. We'll get to in oh, just yeah. a second. But I want to see how the Bulls come out and play. It's, it's been it'll be a little bit over a week since they played the game, and so like you said, with their conditioning and the lack of practice time this week, yes, I'm sure some of them could have used this time off, but. Especially doing uh, we haven't turned the calendar to January yet. It's not even an right. All Star break, but you know it's going to take time to get back to rhythm because most of the guys that you used to play with have been out. Yeah, and I think like I said before, and they haven't been able to practice, so you know that's going to be that's another thing I think people need to remember. I mean, they're still look. It's good, like I said, it's going to take a few games. It's probably going to take maybe a week, maybe even two weeks for especially once you know Zach and Ao and the others you know are able to come back. And you just have to, I think fans just need to be patient. Mm Because there have been some teams that went through this. And, you look, it's going to take a while for some, you know, teams to kind of get back into a rhythm. You know, you start practicing with each other again. Because you you probably haven't seen each other. Because you've probably been doing Zoom meetings and such. And Mm -hmm. I know it's it's killing Billy Donovan and the rest of the coaching staff because they haven't been able to game plan. They haven't been able to, you know, because they haven't been able to practice, you know, haven't seen the guys. So, you know, I think folks should just, you know, chill out. Take it one day at a time. You know, everybody's Mm going to. Hopefully by this time next week, you know, everybody will be healthy and just everybody can just, you know, 
get ready for the new year and just, you know, let's get going and, you know, try to get one of the top seeds in the East. And speaking of the Los Angeles Lakers, Russell Westbrook, their star all-star point guard, he entered health and safety protocols yesterday. Of course, this move, uh, this move now gives the Lakers the exception, which most people expect because they signed not Detroit Pistons legend, but they signed uh, (laughs) Isaiah Thomas, who ripped it up in the G League the other day with 42 points on Isaiah Thomas. Uh, the one who was the uh, fourth in MVP voting with the Boston mm-hmm. Celtics a few years ago, yes. uh, the Lakers signed him. So he's basically going to replace Russell Westbrook. He, he should be the uh, second guy coming off the bench next to Carmelo Anthony. So uh, the Lakers, they're going through it right now. We, we talked about what happened to LeBron over a week or two week, weeks ago. He missed one game. Uh, he had that uh, Nick Saban special, that, that yeah. uh, false positive. And he yeah. was back on the court. I wonder why. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> But uh, the Lakers, they're going through it right now. The NBA is going through it right now. I know some people, uh, I was on Twitter yesterday saying that, you know, next Saturday is Christmas Day. Of course, you have five games going on all day and all night. Uh, they should consider uh, cutting a couple of those games. I said, unless, like you said, Lakina, in our last time, which something really bad happens, it's not going to happen. Yeah, that, that, that's when people start getting the NBA and there's too much money made. Mm-hmm. And look, it's more, look, and I think there's, look, I'm sure, you know, they, they've tightened up on the, on the testing and such. And, you know, they're, yes. they're encouraging, you know, guys to get their boosters. So, you know, it, it, it's just, look, it, it, unfortunately, we're in that season where you're going to have, you know, people are going to be ill, people are going to get sick. Mm-hmm. So I would, like I said before, you know, I'm not, I'm going to keep preaching about it till, you know, I'm blue in the face, you know, like a Smurf. <laughs> you know, wash your hands, mask up, you know wear gloves and, and just be careful. And, and, and look, you know, I know Giannis, apparently, you know, he's now in safety protocols, Harden, James yes. Harden's also in it as well, you know, among some others. Um, so look, they're not, look, I don't, unless it gets really, really crazy, that they're not going to pause the season. I know some people have said, oh, well, maybe they should just, you know, get rid of a couple of games or maybe just pause the season for a couple of weeks, you know, wait till after the new year. They're not going to do it, folks. You know, just, just, it's not going to happen. And new year, like oh, well, just want to finish this, yo. They're mm-hmm. not going to reduce. They're not going to reduce the uh the uh, the, the attendance in the facilities like like Canada's doing. It, it's not going to happen. Go ahead, said sorry. Yeah, I'm just saying that's too much money involved. Whether uh, side of the argument you follow on, it's just too much money involved. I know some people may say, well, Sid, uh, it shouldn't be that way. But we just telling you how these businesses operate. They are private business, so uh, they can operate however they want. They're not the government. They're not anything else. They're not going to overwrite them. Let's be honest here, but they are private businesses. They're just like any other business. They they they're to make money, and so this is what was going to happen. That's why you see in these restrictions and, like I said, uh, these uh, strict bumps and and testing. So uh, this is what's going to happen, and we just got to push through this thing moving forward. You listen to Second City Sports on the hashtag Football Friday. Right here on Sports Zone, Chicago. See Lakina here with you, Second City Sports, live in the Living Color. If you have a question or comment for us uh, during any of our topics during today's show, you can go to Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook or Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. Place your uh, questions or comments in the comment section, and Lakina will get them up on the screen for you. Lakina, let's go uh, back onto the court. Uh, last uh, this past Tuesday, the Warriors defeated the New York Knicks in one hundred five to ninety six. Ray Ray Allen's record was broken as expected by Steph Curry. They stopped the game. Reggie Miller, who was doing the game with Brian Anderson, he came out and hugged Steph Curry right in the middle of the game, which was mm-hmm. expected. Uh, Ray Allen was there, hugged him. And there were some pundits this week that said that, yes, it's an important record, even though in today's era, the three-point shot is more important than ever. Uh, some people think that this is an overkill for the celebration to stop 
uh, stopped the middle of the game. I wanted to ask you, Lakina, did you think this was overkill or uh, did you think that the moment was was just right? It was just right. right. It was just right. Yeah, I didn't think it was overkill. I heard some of I I saw some of the folks on Twitter. I could call some of y'all out, but I'm not going to do that. But, you know, (laughs) people need to remember. I mean, they didn't start, you know, counting three point stats until what, like maybe like the mid 80s or, you know, late 80s or something like that. So I think the fact that, you know, the, you know, Steph, you know, at 33, I'm going to keep saying it is still shooting at a high level just shows you he did it in less games. I think like two, like 511 less games. Than uh, than Ray Allen did, you know, breaking that mm-hmm. record that you know that that Reggie held. So, and you know, it was just come uh, come on. I mean, you got to give Steph his props. You know, he's the reason the Warriors are you know the Warriors again. And I, I know that they have a couple of guys. And I know I saw uh, Jordan Poole testing positive yesterday, so he's now in safety protocols. You know, Clay might be back on the twenty eighth of this month, so maybe about a week and a half. That's that's the rumor going around in the Bay Area. But yeah, I mean, look, you got let's give let's give. Uh, under Armour had a great um, ad featuring Steph, you know, from when he was a baby to mm-hmm. his college days at Davidson, and now you know being the you know the best three point shooter you know in NBA history. So let, let let's give the guys some props. And it was it was a very well done call by Brian Anderson. I mean he you know he did talk for I think for like about ten minutes I think like five to seven minutes you know to let that moment breathe. And of course you know Reggie Miller of course wanted to be there to kind of hug him. I think there was a reason why uh, Steph you know stopped short. When he was in Indiana, you know they played in Indiana. <laughs> they, they, yeah, he was a couple mm-hmm. on back. Monday. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he was a couple away from that, but he wanted to do it at, at MSG. He knew the game was going to be nationally televised. So just why not? It was all set up for it. So let, let's give him his props. I think what was overkill is Spike Lee's suit. He looked like uh, <laughs> 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 love you, Spike, but oh, that orange jumpsuit. <laughs> he looked like uh, Sweet Daddy Williams from TV's Good oh, Times from back in the day. <laughs> Oh, All he missed was the feather. Oh my god! You're, oh god! You're, you're you're on the way back machine with that. One. It's crazy. Yeah, did you see him after the game? You know, like, taking pictures of Santa behind Steph, um, taking a picture of the special jersey that that yes. uh, that the NBA made for Steph Curry. Uh, yeah, that was really three point shots he made. Yeah, that was that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's it taking really pictures. Cool. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Click. Let me uh, <laughs> let me kneel down. Click. I forgot who sent this out. Yeah, I forgot who sent this out. Oh, I forgot who sent this out on social media. I, I saw it on Instagram, but uh, they that whoever did this did a phenomenal job. I don't know if you saw Lakina, but they had Jordan's famous um, free throw line dunk, and they had yeah. Spike on the court taking yes. a picture. And that other oh, events that, that that other historic sporting events, and Spike Lee was sitting right there. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Uh, look, it, it seems like Spike's always there for those moments, you know, whether yeah. or not it was it's his team or not. You know, we all remember what happened in the playoff game years ago, and you know the Pacers and the Knicks, you know, and their battles. And also, too, the fact that he was here there for that moment. I mean, oh, okay, I think he wanted to kind of get some little bit of attention because he knew that. You know, the fact that you know, the Knicks, yeah. you know, Knicks were going to lose and, you know, Seven's going to get the record there. I think he wanted to dress nice for the occasion, I guess. <laughs> Well, he got uh, more. He got more attention that he could handle. I'll just, and he took advantage of the moment. I, 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 I saw that. I was like, "Wait, I got to get this out of my system." So, like I said, congratulations to Steph Curry. He he's number one in three point field goals made of all time in the NBA. He still has a few years left uh, to um, 
tally on that record. Charles, Charles Barkley said too following the game that record uh, will not be broken. I don't believe for a long time. So um, Steph Curry could take that, put that record up. Uh, it'll be almost like the Joe DiMaggio 56 uh, straight game hitting streak. Yeah, I think the I think the closest active guy I think is Harden. I think the, I think he's the closest active guy that's there. Mm-hmm. So, but he's I think he's still a little for further off. And of course, you know we told you he he's in health and safety protocols, so he's not even playing right now. So, you know if he might you know Steph might have this record for a while. So, but congrats to him and props to him. And look, I'm sure he'll he'll tell you that you know he didn't think a oh, um a skinny kid from Charlotte you know who is you know his mm-hmm. dad you know. You know, a very well, still a very well liked figure in the NBA, and also to his, mm-hmm. you know, his mother as well, and also to Rex Chapman. You know, babysat for him for a little bit when they were all, you know, when they played in, uh, with you know Hornets together. Those were really good teams back then um, when they, you know, in, in his infancy. But yeah, I mean, look, I think Steph should definitely deserve you know his his due, and let, let's give it to him because I don't think he's done yet. Speaking of James Harden and the Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Nets had a good week this week. They won both their games. Uh, um, home in a way uh, this past Tuesday, as you mentioned, I, I did watch some of this game via this computer screen. <laughs> they defeated <laughs> the Toronto Raptors 131 to 129. Yeah, that and it was a very game. good game. The Nets had like four or five players in, in protocols, in, in, yeah. in, including James Harden. Kevin Durant came up big in that one. And of course, last night they defeated the Philadelphia 76ers 114 to 105. So, yeah. Brooklyn doesn't have all their guys yet, but they're playing at a, a championship level right now. That's why they're sitting on the top of the Eastern Conference. The fact that they're doing this, you know, with all their, all their, with a lot of their guys being shorthanded, you know, yeah, it's not just you know KD. You know, Griffin had seventeen, uh, Claxton had seventeen, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, Patty Mills can do with, with fourteen, and you know, I think that I think that's what you want if you're Steve Nash. You want, you know, yes, you want you know KD to kind of take all the shots and some of the big shots, but you want the guys to support him and help him, especially since Harden's going to be gone for about another another week, week and a half. So if you're if you're Brooklyn, I think you're showing that you are you know, next to the Warriors. You're the you're the best team in the NBA, and probably the Suns too. But yeah, you're the best team in you're in the East at least. Yeah, and speaking of another surprising team, let's go to the Western Conference. The Memphis Grizzlies. I believe are now nine and one in their last 10 games. Of course, their star point guard, John Moran, is out. He's still going to be out a few more games, but Desmond Bain had 23 points in Memphis's 113-103 win over Portland on Wednesday. Uh, you still have Dylan Brooks, uh, Jared Jackson, uh, Stephen Adams, and and Kyle Anderson, who has some had some big mm-hmm. moments in the in the playoffs last year against Utah, even though they lost yep. that series in five games. This Memphis team is a grinding team, uh, and they but they can score with the best of them right now. No one saw this coming. They're now eighteen and eleven, num- the number four seed in the Western Conference. I don't know if they could continue this uh, until John Morant gets back, but right now you have to give them their props. I did check out yep. some of that game on Wednesday, and they really can move the ball around. They have to without that star point guard, and they've been doing that for the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, the, the, this is sort of like the grinded out team. I think the fact that they, you know, the fact that they're they're doing this, you know, guys have stepped up, like you said, the guys you've mentioned, and you know, it's one of those things where you know you never know. People thought that oh, you know, John's gone and going to be gone for a while, and oh, <laughs> you know, the the, the Grizz are just going <laughs> to you know, fall, go to free fall. But no, give Ryan Silverfield. I mean, I'm look. I know people probably don't know who he is because he you know they he coaches in Memphis, but you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think, look, he should be getting some, uh, some, you know, consideration for perhaps coach of the year. Because the fact that I think they're what, like, like seven and two or six and three or something like that, you know, since 
Morant's been gone and he's still going to mm-hmm. be gone for another couple of weeks. Again, I don't know if they can keep this up, like you said, but the fact that they, they got a, a good, solid young team. I think Steven Adams has kind of given them that sort of that, you know, that tenacity that that's been going, you know, that's been going for him. And look, we'll see what happens when Morant does come back. I don't know if they can, you know, how the team's going to look, excuse me, but you know, I, I I'd say, you know, let, if you haven't watched some Grizzlies basketball, you know, watch it because you, you might look, you might like what you see. Uh, speaking of liking what you, what you see, uh, did you check out the ending of the New Orleans um, yes. Pelicans <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder yes. game? Yes. The, the Pelicans <laughs> uh, beat the Thunder one thirteen to one ten, but Shy Gildas Alexander hit a almost yes. a back footed uh, game tying yes. three, tying the yes. game at one ten. Then of course Javante Graham hit a three quarter mm-hmm. shot beyond half court to win the game for the New Orleans Pelicans, and you should have seen the reaction on uh, Alexander's <laughs> face. He yes. couldn't believe it after hearing hitting yes. a miracle shot himself. Yes, <laughs> he couldn't believe it after Graham shot like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> for those of you who haven't much- seen it, check it out on social media. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you know, someone ever tweeted. I, I I saw that. I'm like a 61 footer by Graham. So <laughs> yeah, like, he only had a three percent chance of making that shot. Yeah. So it, it sometimes look sometimes it is luck in the NBA. Yeah. And you win yeah. the games that way. I mean, that was just a really good game. And and you know I, you know that was just a crazy. I, I look. I can only imagine what you know what Alexander was going through. I know he was sick to his stomach when Graham hit that shot and. It, uh, and look, look, weird things happen sometimes. You, you thought they were going to go to overtime, but then Graham said, uh-uh, I'm going to say this prayer and hopefully answers and answers for him. But it was a really good game uh, nonetheless. So that was just a crazy game. And the crazy and the reactions too on both sides, I think, was just yeah. hysterical. Their meme was all over the place. Now, uh, with the Lakers, had a nice win against Dallas in overtime, 107-104. Yes. Austin Reeves. Now, that name doesn't sound familiar. Some of you college, you know, college uh, fans will know who he is. You know, he, you know, he played at Belmont for a couple of years and transferred to Oklahoma, played for Long Cougar for uh, the last couple of years. And uh, definitely he's been, you know, tearing it up in the uh, in the G League. You know, speaking of tearing up the G League, you know, he came in, had 15 points, including the, uh, the go-ahead three that mm-hmm. propelled the Lakers you know, to that big win. And he saw, you know, LeBron and AD's reaction after the game. <laughs> it was just yeah. crazy. So it looks like, you know, there's at 16 and 13, you know, as of, you know, this recording. They're starting to kind of turn the corner a little bit for the Lakers. So what do you think about that game, Sid? Yeah, the Lakers turned it on, especially in overtime. We mentioned uh, Russell Westbrook is in um, um, in health and safety safety protocols. So he missed that game. Of course, Austin Reeves, this is why he had backups, capable yes. of backups, because something like this happens. And Austin Reeves stepped up, like you mentioned, with thirty with thirty two minutes of action and fifteen points, including the game winner. Uh, Anthony Davis, uh, in thirty nine minutes of action, only had twenty points to twelve rebounds. You thought that he would have done a lot more, especially with Luka Doncic sitting out this game, yes. but uh, that didn't happen. Of course, Le- LeBron did his thing with 24 points uh, in 43, 43 minutes. Uh, Ru- Westbrook did play. Let me correct that. Russell Westbrook did play. He's he did. No one like, he did play. He did play with 23 yeah. minutes, but uh, yeah, he did look fine, but of course, no one knew at the time that he was going to go into healthy uh, safety protocols, so uh, the, that will be his last game uh, until further notice. But right. you, you take a look at some of the numbers coming off the bench for the Lakers. Carmelo Anthony struggled only nine points to 24 minutes of action. Mm-hmm. Kate Bazemore, the first time he's, he's seen some action in a while, no points in 15 minutes. DeAndre Jordan, only two points in eight minutes. So the Lakers had to be carried by their starters, and also Reese was, uh, uh, was a big important factor coming off that bench at the end. 
Yeah, thank goodness, because like you said, they, they didn't get a lot of contributions, you know, besides, you know, Westbrook, you know, James and uh, and AD. So, you know, I think thankfully, you know, Reeves was able to step up when he did. So, and if, if you're if you're Dallas, I mean, you've been struggling. You know, I know some folks in Dallas have already mm-hmm. questioned whether or not, you know, Jason Kidd's right for the job. They're at 500 as of this recording. So I, I don't I don't really don't know what, what can you say at this point. Uh, as far as the Mavs and cons- the Mavs is concerned, uh, one thing, one thing I think I think a lot of people aren't talking about is Utah. They have the best point differential in the NBA right now. They beat the Clippers one twenty four one hundred three. Of course, Donovan Mitchell. You know, if it wasn't for Steph of what he's doing, you know, he'd probably be you know, considered for MVP. He had 27, mm-hmm. 27 points. They have the next to the Warriors. They have the, the, the next best record in the West. Um, Jordan Clarkson kicked it with twenty one off the bench. Um, you know, Gobert had a double double with 20 and 13, you know, re- 17 rebounds, I should say. So, but look, I'm at that point and show me when it comes to Utah. I feel like we have this, we mm-hmm. have had this conversation for like the last what three or four years. Since yes, we, you know, yes, doing the show together, Sid. Um, yeah, do it in the playoffs, folks. You know, look, it's nice that you can beat you can beat the Clippers and the Lakers maybe every once in a while, but can you do it in the playoffs? I think that's kind of. That's sort of like the thing for me at this point, you know, when it comes to the Jazz. I'm in show me mode. Show yeah. me. We know we know how good Quinn Snyder is as coaching. Do it in the playoffs, folks. Yeah, going back to one team of the Eastern Conference that's coming back to uh, to the pack, sort of speaking, that's the Washington Wizards. They're on their yeah. uh, West Coast road trip. They lost to the Sacramento Kings on Wednesday, one nineteen to one hundred five, and then they lost by twenty at Phoenix last night, one eighteen to ninety eight. I still believe the Wizards could be that team to qualify for the play-in tournament, but right now they run into the, uh, a mediocre at best Sacramento team. Of course, Alvin Gentry, their head coach, is out because he has COVID. And of course, last night the the Phoenix Suns showed them why and showed uh, the the country why they still should be one of the top teams in the West come playoff time. Yeah, I think they I think they can be. I think look, they're kind of, you know, quietly, you know, I think you know, people they had that big, you know, win streak earlier and you know they're they still they're still winning. I know people thought that maybe they would win, they would lose maybe two or three in a row and you know they would kind of you know fall back to it a little bit, but they haven't done that. And I think, you know, they're you're leading the way by and it's not just Booker, it's it's not just CP3. I know I know Booker's out right now, but you know, they've had guys step up. They've had they've had uh DeAndre Ain has stepped up has stepped up, you know, Landry Shamit. You know, there's a name that we haven't heard. You know, you probably haven't heard in a while. Uh, you know, with 16 points, like I said, JaVel McGee, you know, yes, folks, he's still around. You know, he has yeah, he's very important to the Suns team right now. Yeah, yeah, he has depth to that bench. So, you know, I think the fact that they're still doing this without Devin Booker, I think, is nothing short of remarkable. The fact that a lot of people thought that maybe they were probably kind of you know, go, go back to her, come back to her a little bit, but they haven't. It just shows you how good this team is now, how great of a coach Monty Williams is. Yeah, and Phoenix should should be one of those top t- teams in the league come, come playoff time. You're listening to Second City Sports right here on Sports Zone Chicago. We're live in living color. Sid Lakina here with you. Before we close out our number one, let's give you the key games for this weekend coming up from the association. Let's start off with tonight's schedule, which is Friday. Uh, the Miami Heat will visit the Orlando Magic in the Battle of Florida at 6 o'clock. The Nuggets and the Hawks will get it on from State Farm Arena in downtown Atlanta at 6:30. The Warriors and Celtics will uh, take will do battle from the TD Bank North Garden. That's the first game of the ESPN doubleheader at 6:30. Of course, you have Bucks and Pelicans at 7 o'clock. Of course, uh, Zion Williams he had a setback uh, in his foot rehab, and he's going to be reevaluated 
in between four and six weeks. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, they'll be the second game of the ESPN doubleheader, as I'm reading here at 9 o'clock. Of course, you have Charlotte at Portland at the same time. And then, of course, the Sacramento Kings will host the white-hot surging Memphis Grizzlies without John Morant. Yeah, we'll see if they can keep it up. Uh, I, I know that the you know, Lakers, you know, they, they, I'm sure they saw the schedule and think, oh, crap, we have to play the uh, the T-Wolves again. So, you know, we'll see how they mm-hmm. do. I know that they they lost their first meeting, so I'm sure they're going to – but granted, I don't think LeBron played that game. So, I'm no, sure – No, he didn't. They, yeah, so, um, you know, they're going to want their revenge. Absolutely. Now, going into these Saturday games, um, Houston and Detroit. I know Houston's kind of been having some problems with their own with COVID, so – We'll see mm-hmm. if they'll be able to uh, able to play. Uh, the Knicks, who got a much needed win yesterday against these same Rockets, you know they play Boston at six o'clock. That's the NBA TV game. Um, Orlando and Brooklyn. We'll see if Brooklyn can kind of keep it up. You know, despite being shorthanded. Mm-hmm. Golden State and Toronto at six thirty. That should be fun. Um, LA and OKC. The Clippers and OKC. I should say Cleveland and Milwaukee. We'll see if Yo Cleveland's been playing pretty well. So we'll see if they can. Give you know I know they don't have yeah. Giannis or Chris Middleton right now so but that should be a that should be an interesting one at eight o'clock and also to Washington and the Jazz those those red hot Jazz yeah as Washington continues their West Coast trip. I wonder why that game between the Rockets and the Pistons is at eleven o'clock tomorrow. I wonder why. Um, hmm, that's a good question. Maybe you know it, it can't be we- maybe weather related that's the only thing i could think of maybe that's why or maybe they just said you know what let's let's get have this game at 11 a.m i don't know but you know, <laughs> I, you those, know, yeah for those of you knows? on the west coast watching it on league pass uh, it'll be at nine o'clock your time <laughs> in the west coast yeah, so last saturday morning ba- basketball <laughs> hey sure why not i mean look if you're in houston <laughs> you know you're gonna be up early anyway so yeah you know, we'll yep. see We'll, we'll see how, how that transpires, but go ahead, yeah. Sid. Yeah, um, now for Sunday's games, uh, the Miami Heat would pay a visit to the aforementioned Detroit Pistons at 5 o'clock, followed by Trail Blazers and Grizzlies. That's also running at the same time. The Spurs in the Sacramento Kings at 5 o'clock. At, five, at 6.30, rather, we'll have Cleveland at Atlanta. Of course, Denver at, at Brooklyn. That's the NBA TV game for Sunday. Of course, mm-hmm. Lakers and Bulls at 7 o'clock for the United Center. Uh, New Orleans at Philadelphia at 7 o'clock. Mavericks at Timberwolves at 7. And then, of course, wrapping up the Sunday night schedule, you will have the Charlotte Hornets at the Phoenix Suns also at 7 o'clock Chicago time. Yeah, well, interesting to see if that game you know, with the Lakers and the Bulls are, is even played. I mean, the Bulls will have enough, but now the Lakers are having issues with have issues with COVID. So, you know, you just don't you just don't know with this at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Dallas and, and, and Minnesota, that should be interesting. So, yeah, pretty good schedule going into the weekend in the NBA. So we'll see if, you know, we'll see some upsets and maybe some, you know, changes at the top in the standings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should see what happens with the NBA. That is your schedule for this weekend from the Around the Association. Stay tuned for more sports and more fun as Second City Sports continues with our review from last night's Chiefs Chargers Thursday night football contest. Another head coach in the NFL has has received this pink slip in link cards, and we'll have our week 15 NFL picks with our homegirl, Christine Manica from KXRB Radio. I'm listening to Sega City Sports right here, live in 11 color on Sports Zone Chicago. Automotive. Automotive. Automotivemap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. 
NFL Thursday night, the Chiefs beat the Chargers 34-28 in overtime. Kansas City 10-4 with the win. The Chargers dropped to 10-6. Three touchdown passes for Patrick Mahomes in the win. 31-47 passing, 410 yards. Travis Kelsey with two touchdown grabs. Justin Herbert had a pair of touchdown passes for the Chargers. 22 of 38 passing, 236 yards. He was picked off once. Mahomes connected with Kelsey for a 34-yard touchdown pass on the first possession of overtime to win it, putting some separation between the division-leading Chiefs and the Chargers in the AFC West. Scary moment in the first quarter when Chargers tight end Donald Parham Jr. was knocked unconscious. He was stretched off, but is reportedly in stable condition. Kansas City's winning streak at seven. The Chargers had a two-game win streak snapped. For lightning fast sports updates, download the Score app. It's free and one of the most popular sports apps in North America. I'm Chuck Sanders. That's the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. Shop 40 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com this week only. Plus, new deals on outerwear and sweats. Save through December 15th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Do you think it's okay to drive stoned? The truth is your reaction time slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. Fever is a potential sign of COVID or the flu. And the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Exergen Temporal Scanners, available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Welcome back to hour number two of Second City Sports. The, we are live in the living color on the hashtag Football Friday right here on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Miss Lakina McGee. I am Sydney Brown. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, that's S I D K I D A zero. That's S I D K I D A zero. You follow me at Keita McGee on the Twitter and at Kino's McGee on the IG. You can download that Sports Zone Chicago app wherever you get your apps, and you can listen to any of our live shows, including this one, Second City Sports. If you missed any shows, you can go back and listen and watch them at your own leisure. And make sure you follow Sports Zone Chicago on all social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And if you have a question or comment for us during uh, the last hour of the show, you can go to Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook or Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. Type in your question or comments in the comments section. Lakina will get them up for you. But if you decide to do something stupid, Lakina will give you the beer bug boot. Bye. <laughs> I love saying that. <laughs> well, <laughs> let, let's get to game. now. Now let's get into hashtag football Friday. Lakina, a big game on Thursday night football last night on Fox and NFL Network. It was the battle of the AFC West. Of course, the Chargers had the season series lead over Kansas City, one game to none. Kansas City walked it off with a 34-28 win in overtime thanks to Travis Kelsey's game-winning touchdown, catch and run in overtime. Lakina, a couple of observations for me. Of course, both quarterbacks, Justin Justin Herbert and, Tra- and, and Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, they are both – yeah, thank you. They are both yeah. good. No uh-huh. shocker there. <laughs> yeah, I'll say but that's a big thing. Uh, we heard on an update that uh, that the backup tight end for the Chargers had to be carted off the field. That was a 
ugly injury. Hopefully he's okay. Uh, I know Joe made a silly comment. Some people had a problems with on social media. We won't get into that here. Uh-huh. But back back to the game. Uh, the Chargers, I told you, Lakina, they are going to the playoffs. I still believe they are. But you can tell the difference between an experienced team and a young team. What I mean by that is it was a 13-10 lead by the San Diego Chargers at halftime. But that should have been a 28-10 to 10 lead. Why? Because the Chargers for the game went 0-3 on fourth down, including 0-2 at the goal line on fourth and goal. I know that the head coach is aggressive and you love that, but you got to execute at some point. The Chargers had a chance to put the Chiefs away in that first half. They didn't do it. Yeah, this is not the first time they've done it either. Apparently they've they've done this before way back. I think it was the 80s. I gotta yeah, I thought I had to had it with me. Oh yeah, 1984 to the day yesterday, December 16th, against Against the Chiefs, shocking. Yeah, I know, right? So I think I think they ended up winning that game, though. But you know, look, I, I look, I, I, you know, in the analytics, I think I think has has ruined football. I, I feel like because don't be the, don't try to be the smartest person in the room. Use common sense. This is a theme here, folks. Use common sense. Take the points. Take yeah. the points. You never that whole thing would never. We it would have never been an overtime. Y'all would have won that game. You know, and this and that, and you wouldn't have the season series, and would have the division in your hands right now, the AFC West in your hands right now. But no, you decided to try to be the smartest person in the room, like, oh, I'm gonna go for it, we're gonna get a yard <laughs> or whatever. No, no, stop trying to. No, still keep it simple. Take the points. And look, I know, I know, we won't get into it, but I know some people say, well, you know, Herbert should have had a chance in uh, in overtime. Okay, how about the Chargers defense making a stop? Look, I know Chris Jones. Yeah, I know Chris Jones was out. You know, what a concept! Yeah, I knew. Look, I, I look. I know Chris Jones. You know who's their 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 best, best secondary guy was out due to you know to COVID. But still, that's no excuse for them to do it. You know to not. You know, look, I know Mahomes and the gang are good, but let look, come on. I mean, if you just made a stop, this wouldn't have been an issue. So. I, I don't want to hear that either. So look, keep it simple, and then you know the experience and such. Again, the Chiefs were that impressive. I think they took advantage of, you know, Chargers' mistakes and, you know, just not, you know, using common sense. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, Kansas City is now 10-4 and four, while the Chargers dropped their record to 8-6. and six. Taking a look at the numbers for the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes was 31-47 for 410 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. His quarterback rating was a 105.8 uh, in the rushing department. Carl Edwards Hilaire had nine carries for 32 yards. Patrick Mahomes, three carries for 32 yards. His longest was that 32-yard run toward the end of that game, toward the end of regulation, I, I should say. Kansas City only had 86 total yards of rushing. Patrick Mahomes nearly had half of that. So Kansas, uh, Kansas, uh, Kansas City couldn't run about effectively last night, but they sure passed the ball well, so – you can you can see uh, the difference uh, in the Chiefs' office. It's still not right, but they took advantage of the Chargers' mistakes, especially defensively last night. Travis Kelsey, who caught the game winner in overtime, ten catches, one hundred ninety-one yards, and, and two touchdowns. Tyreek Hill had a monster game, twelve catches, one hundred forty-eight yards, and a score. Yeah, so you know the, the aerial attack for the Chiefs, I think that really helped them and kept them in it. And look, like you said before, they were. I know the Chargers were shorthanded with their secondary. Some of the guys, you know, were had to sit out, but. You know, 
look, the Chargers have multiple opportunities to win this game. Why, why did they run mm-hmm. the ball? Why didn't they give the ball to Eckler and Jackson to kind of help put the game away for you guys? You know, cause it was actually, it was actually doing you know, good for it, especially since, you know, coach their defense. Look, I understand what mm-hmm. coach Daly was saying, was saying that, you know, they were shorthand in the secondary. They didn't want to, you know, had to put an onus on the def- on the defense. But look, sometimes, look, sometimes you got to keep, sometimes you just got to, you know, play, you know, do with the odds, take the points. You were in yes. an indoor stadium. So it's not like you had to deal with, I know it was cold, you know, for, for <laughs> LA standards yesterday. Oh, that, but, it's nothing like that good old recycled air conditioner. Yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. But, <laughs> but come on. I mean, let, let, let's use a little common sense here, folks. Look, I, I get it. You know, look, analytics, okay, whatever, but keep it simple. Don't try to, you know, make this into negative, bigger sense of not. Here are the numbers for the Chargers from last night's loss. Justin Herbert, 22 of 38, 236 yards, two touchdowns and an interception, a quarterback rating of 82.8. The Chargers as a team had 192 yards rushing. Jackson had 13 carries for 86 yards. Also, Eric, as you mentioned, 12 carries, 59 yards and a score. Justin Herbert had a rushing touchdown early in, in the game, but it was their special teams. Andre Roberts, a one-time Raider, uh, he had a great kickoff return uh, to start the game, and you thought that the Chargers would have put some uh, points on the board, and they couldn't do that, especially early in that game. In the receiving department, Keenan Allen had six catches for 78 yards and a score. Mike Williams had three catches, 49 yards, and Jared Cook, their tight end, had three catches at 32 yards. Austin Eckler had four catches for 32 yards coming out the backfield. Yeah, I think they. That's, I don't know why they didn't. They, I don't know why they didn't try to you know run the ball more because I think that's what kind of propelled them and has helped them. You know, so was that that's what got them you know deep into the end zone all those times. So I don't know why they didn't try to emphasize on the ball, especially when it had still had that big lead. So look, the Chargers have multiple you know you know chances and they have multiple. Uh, opportunity to close this game out and then it wouldn't have gone to overtime, but <laughs> it is what it is. Now I wish we had kind of like a breaking news sounder, you know, or something, but you know, in the, in the background, <laughs> or something like that. You know, <laughs> ABC, ABC, you know, news brief, you know, with you know, God rest his soul, the late great Peter Jennings among yes. some others. But uh yeah, this is according to Tom Pellicero from the NFL Network, who does a great job, by the way. Um, so he says, quote, that this is about from about like 20 minutes ago, he says that the NFL and NFL Players Association are acting are an active discussion about postponing multiple week 15 games in light of recent COVID take cases per sources um, with new cases emerging in with the Cleveland Browns, of course, apparently Javon Clowney just tested positive. The Rams, of course, they've had their issues also to the Washington football team. So, you know, something to, something to kind of you know, keep your eye on as we go in the day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we talked about it earlier, Sid, I mean, the cases are, you know, emerging and, you know, it, it's just it's kind of getting out of control. And like we said before, we don't want to rehash anything, but just some just some important news, you know, and, you know, to kind of keep you guys, you know, a bisque of what's going on, because there are some talk of perhaps maybe postponing some games. We have to push some games back. I mean, remember, we had we had Wednesday games last year, Tuesday games. So, you know, it's, it's this is sort of this isn't a new thing. You know, I, I'm sure the NFL were, was hoping to avoid this, but, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's happening. I know they, they have to kind of be proactive. Well, selfishly, Lakina, not to make light of the situation, but a couple of those games will have to get moved. Uh, it'll, it'll <laughs> I think the nation is assuming they'll move it to Monday if mm-hmm. one of those Saturday games or Sunday games should be moved. I think the nation will, will be at ease. You don't have to watch that Bears mess on Monday. 
Mm. <laughs> they might look. They might try to put it earlier because you know they don't want to have you know the Monday night to kind of be sort of like the game. So yeah, I'm not saying the. Bears uh, are the I'm not saying look. I'm not saying Vikings Bears are the game, but you know, but uh, yeah. I mean, just a mm, well. I mean, if you can avoid it, I mean, sure, why not? But that's how it's going to happen. But yeah, the also, fact that. I, I know people no, are lobbying for No, no, I just want to finish this point. I know folks have been lobbying for it. You might get your wish, so go ahead, Sid. Yeah. Uh, also, sort of breaking news from the L.A. Chargers camp, we talked about Donald Parham Jr. Uh, this just – and he's – he will be released from the hospital today, which is great news. He's being diagnosed Yay. with a concussion. So, as we mentioned at the top of the show, if you heard during our update, uh, he was knocked unconscious last night during the first quarter, the first drive of the game. And it looks like that young man is going to be okay. So our best wishes to him, uh, to him is um, doing a healthy and speedy recovery. So that's great news uh, for that young man right there. Yeah, you're listening to Second City Sports on the hashtag Football Friday. We're live in living color right here on Sports Zone. Chicago City Lakini are here with you. Our girl Christine Manica is coming up with our Week 15 NFL picks. Uh, yours, yours truly did well last week, but we'll discuss that at the bottom of the hour. Uh, Lakina, uh, as as we continue our football talk, I I thought that we were going to avoid it, but it looks like we can't. The Chicago Bears make us some more news at this time. Uh. Gary Finzik, uh the one, uh, the the great uh, one-time safety for the Chicago Bears, seventy-six uh, to nineteen eighty-seven, the Yale graduate. Mm-hmm. He's chimed in with his own opinions for the Chicago Bears. Uh, he spoke to Dan Reeder, the Bears beat writer for the Chicago Tribune. As right. so I pull up a couple of quotes here, he he said that quote. If you're the Bears, there's no way but what's consistently happening on the field that you can look at yourself in the mirror and say that you you see a successful organization. Continuing, if we're going to go through this again, I'll be really, really disappointed if we aren't. Then the decision makers at the time need some outside coaching and counseling, Fensick said. They need direction on how to go about making much better football decisions. Yeah, um, well, I, I mean, I don't think some of that stuff I think he was he's right on, but I think some of the other stuff is just like really I I, I don't mm-hmm. I, I mean look I know this doesn't get this get much play as I thought I would, but you know I, it's it's kind of one of those things where he's like you know some of it he said is true, but some of it isn't true, and mm-hmm. like I know he has his, his own issues, you know with. You know, of course, he's in the cover cover protocols, but I think you know, I'm sure A. Rob would Alan Robinson like to go back there, get back on the field, so that he can start. Um, we can start mm-hmm. sort of you know auditioning for a new team, and I'm sure. Look, I'm sure a lot of these guys are going to be gone. I'm sure Hicks is going to be gone at the end of the season. Maybe Trevathan is going is probably gone at the end of the season too. So that's a lot of money mm-hmm. that you're going to get rid of. So you know, it, it, I, mean, I look. I mean, Fitzek said his piece. I mean, he is right in some forms, but he isn't on other forms. So. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, and just wrapping up this last quote from him from that article from Dan Reeder from the Tribune. Uh, Fensick said, people ask me all the time, do the Bears ever ask ask you for advice? Fensick said, I go, nope, never, not once. I'm not offended by it. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's okay. That, that's cool. <laughs> okay. Now, yeah, now Jalen Johnson, uh, going back to the team currently, uh, he was on Red Line Radio, the Barstool Sports Chicago podcast the other day. He said that there are some some players are basically hanging it up while some players have some left in the tank to finish out the season. Lakina, as we say every year around this time, especially during football season, when your team's not in the playoff race, you still have something to play for. Your job, whether it's on the team that you currently play for or you're an auditioning for another team for next season and beyond. 
And the way that we saw the Bears perform last Sunday night, especially in that second half, yeah, we can blame mm-hmm. head coach Maneki all you all we want, but it also ultimately comes down to the player. You have to look at Sefi Mirror and have some pride. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully, maybe they can finish up with you know play a little bit of pride and finish up some of these games. I mean, you know, the, like I said, the Giants game might be the only game they'll probably win. I'm sure they'll they'll probably split the Minnesota game and. You know, Seattle, I'm sure Seattle feels like they're still, they still got a shot at the playoffs. So I'm going to get the best from, you know, uh, Russell Wilson and, and that and that group. But, yeah, so, you know, maybe they can. I don't know. But it, it's, it's just crazy how all this works now. This will, you know, this is actually from the National Hockey League, uh, said our buddy Dave Curto, who does a great job at WBBM uh, 780, who's a sports anchor there. He's in front of the show. Yes, you know, we got to get him back on soon. Uh, he orders – it says that NHL's order pauses schedules for the Panthers, the Avalanche, and the Flames until at least December 26th. That means, you know, the Hawks game that's supposed to have been – they've supposed to been playing in Florida against the Panthers. That's been postponed mm-hmm. for next next Wednesday. And, you know, the Flames okay. will have will make it, have at least six teams have to make up, including that game against Chicago that's supposed to have been happening on Tuesday at the UC. So, you know, uh, COVID, we can have it also, too, uh, from Ted Nguyen, who does a great job covering – um, the you know, NFL and LFM foes. The you know, NFL has agreed to forfeits over postponement, but what they face, the reality of losing money, they get cold feet. So, you know, I'm sure there are going to be some postponements if necessary. So, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. You know, things are kind of, you know, changing by the second. Yeah. Let's bring in our buddy from KXRB Radio Hometown Girl, our very own Miss Christine Manica. Christine, Ooh. how are you doing this afternoon? Um, I'm packing at the moment, actually. I'm uh, making my trip back to Chicago tomorrow. So I'll be I'll be home for a little bit for the holidays. Yeah, have a have a, a happy and safe flight uh, to you. Chicago. Yes. Uh, uh, has that snow melting yet in South Dakota? Yeah, yeah. We we okay, had a couple. I, I don't know if you heard this, but we kind of had some crazy weather on Wednesday. Yes, so, I, we've heard. Yeah, yeah. So it was mm-hmm. it was we in Sioux Falls. We were right on the edge of that storm, and I said if it moved a little bit more to the left, we would have been we would have been hit with a lot of those big storms. But for the most part, on my side of town. We had wind gusts to about maybe 64 miles per hour. And then for uh, when it comes to the real weather, it was just, you know, rain. Some parts had thunderstorms, some parts didn't. Um, but we we missed those tornadoes for sure. That was all in Iowa and a little bit of Minnesota, too. Yeah, we send our our, our our thoughts and condolences to those people in the state of Kentucky because they, yeah. that uh, those some of those cities in the, in that state have been have been uh, devastated by those tornadoes. So we uh, we'll give our, send our real wishes to yeah. those folks in those communities so they can get back on their feet and fast and safe in in a hurry. Christine, we've been talking about it. Uh, we started off the show and we talked mm-hmm. about it a little bit here before you, we brought you on. Uh, sport uh, COVID uh, has been wreaking the, the sports world, including college basketball as well. I know we'll get into yeah. that uh, after our picks, but Alyssa, uh, as Lakina uh, um, reported a, a few mi- minutes ago, uh, one of both of those Saturday games uh, tomorrow could be postponed yep. or moved to an earlier time. If anything happens between now uh, and, and, and when we close over a half hour from now, we'll let you know what happens. But um, it looks like almost every team in the NFL has at least a player or a personnel person in protocols. Uh, of course, the Bears have their own issues here. So what are your thoughts about this? I think it's – it's encouraging to know that organizations like the NFL, they're the ones that 
is leading the charge here, so to speak, saying that um, if the player is vaccinated and is asymptomatic, then that player can go back to play with the team. So I, I think that's positive, knowing that they're willing to make those sort of adjustments. I think it's also going to encourage other players to get vaccinated and in order to play. I, that would be the hope anyway. And I think another um, I think another positive outlook is too with the Omicron variant. It, it's not as severe as what a lot of people were thinking when it first came out. It, it's milder mm -hmm. than the Delta variant even. So I, I think it's a lot of positives into a very negative what's going to happen in my team situation. But knowing that, you know, organizations like the NFL is willing to make those sorts of adjustments, that just defines the sign of the times that we're living in right now. It's literally just pivoting in this new normal and just trying to navigate it all. Yeah. Do you think, you know, we, we like, like Sid said, we talked about this earlier. Do you think there's going to be any pauses or, you know, games being postponed? We've already seen it in college hoops and on the, both the men's and women's side. You know, some people said that maybe you know the NFL they might postpone a couple of these games, as as Sid mentioned. Do you see like the leagues, you know, taking any pause? I know, I know, in the Premier League they're thinking about doing it over in uh Britain since it's it's crazy over there. So, what what are your thoughts yeah. on that? I wouldn't be surprised. We just had a we just had a basketball game be canceled for tomorrow on the men's side of things. They were playing uh, Augustana University. They were playing Winona State and their team on the men's side. They're they're having a little bit of a COVID issue right now. I think at this point, it, I don't want to say everyone's bound to get COVID or at least get exposed to it at this point because I think that's just what's going to happen. Are they going to shut down? I wouldn't say shut down. I would say postpone a lot of the games for sure. It's what they did was going to the NBA with the Bulls. Like, I think that was the absolutely right thing to do. If 10 players have COVID on your team, who are you going to throw in there? Chance the Rapper? He's usually on the sideline. You want to <laughs> like, sure, they can play. I saw a Facebook post this week. That they're saying, hey, Jimmy Graham, he he's a triathlete. You know, he can <laughs> baseball, basketball, and football. Throw in Jimmy Graham for a night and see what happens. So play basketball. Yeah, you play basketball in college too. <laughs> so basically yeah, exactly, people were saying exactly. that. So it, it's kind of like I don't think they're nobody wants to have what happened during the start of the pandemic, where just everything shuts down, money is lost, teams are losing time and stuff like that. So I, I don't think that's going to happen again. But I do think they're going to start regulating more of those regulations at the beginning, more of those COVID protocols, I, I should say, in the beginning and start at least canceling games. Uh, we talked about this earlier too, Christine. Of course, uh, Philadelphia and Montreal going to the National Hockey League. There were no fans in Montreal mm -hmm. last night. Of course, uh, Canada. We you think that is bad here in the United States, which is crazy. But in Canada, is even worse. Uh, mm -hmm. Their attendance capacity has dropped from fifty to uh, from one hundred to fifty percent. Mm -hmm. That's for the Raptors basketball team. Of course, all seven. Canadian hockey teams uh, in the National Hockey League. So some people think that something like that should happen here in the United States. Me and Lakina both said no because of the. Uh, yeah. it's not about COVID anymore. It's about economics, and that's why we saw what we did, see, uh, at least through the summer, people getting back into these stadiums and yeah. businesses opening back up. I don't mm -hmm. see that happening in the United States. Uh, like I said, we're not a political show. We're not going to go the political right. route, but uh, if something like that were to happen, these mandates, wherever you think about them, uh, wherever side of the, of the curtain you're on, 
I know people have their own opinions. That's one thing. But we started to see something like that here in the United States. It's really going to get ugly. You know, I think it goes back to the vaccination rates, in all honesty. I, maybe <laughs> Montreal is doing what they're doing because not as many of their residents are vaccinated. So that's what I think it it's automatically mm -hmm. going to come down to, especially when, when it comes to the states. And it's no secret that, you know, South Dakota has been doing their own, its own thing since the start of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So if anybody wants to come play in South Dakota, please come play. If you're worried about it, we'll have it. Fans you may have all seven Canadian hockey teams playing in your right. state. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it's, it's just, it's very interesting. I remember when I was back home in Chicago in July and I was at a White Sox game with one of my friends, one of the two games I went to. And I remember a vendor saying, yeah, they're talking about going back to 50% capacity. And this was in July. This is oh, in wow. July that they were talking about. So before the Omicron variant and when pretty much everyone had the vaccines available and Delta was just becoming becoming a thing, that never happened. There was scuttlebutt about it, but, but it never happened. Mm -hmm. So again, I think it just depends on where you are at in this world. If Montreal doesn't have as much vaccination rates as, you know, as uh, what, what entree, whatever the other countries are in Canada. I don't know, but um, it, it just, it literally just depends on what the government wants to do. And again, it's not a political show, but that's what, that's what it comes down to. All, yeah. Already some changes we're already dealing with. I see because according to Adam Schefter, they're, they're discussing the NFL is discussing switching Seahawks and Rams to Tuesday, and mm -hmm. this is according to Christina Anderson, um, veteran uh, NFL reporter, according to her. She said that the Raiders-Browns game is being postponed to Monday, so whether mm -hmm. it's Monday night or whether it's Monday afternoon, I, I don't know. Your folks are yeah. you know, taking their taking their winter break, so they may put in the afternoon right before the you know the Vikings-Bears game. So, so that's official yeah. now. That well, it's not official yet. I know this is according to okay. uh, Justina Anderson, so I haven't seen from okay. anybody else confirming it. But I guess if okay. she says it, then there must be some truth to it. But we'll see. And uh, oh, look, um, you know, Chef D, you know, just tweeted that the, that the Philly, uh, the Washington Philly game is now being post now being postponed to Tuesday. Yeah. So yeah, that's so another the game lost for Fox. Yeah, uh, I'm sure so, they'll yeah. still broadcast it. Just won't be on Sunday now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, things are coming out fast and furious, folks. Yeah, so like I said, with, with the variants going around and the NFL is stepping up their testing and vaccination policies, even though the majority of the leagues are vaccinated. Right. Um, we, this is just like last year before the right when the vaccines were coming out around this time. Uh, we expected the uh, the NFL to do this, but uh, it looks like it's not going to be as bad as it was a year ago. But as we said before, uh, there uh, uh, the NFL is not going to miss those game checks because it, 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 the games had to be canceled. That means that the players won't get paid the, uh, and the network that the NFL yes. had to give the money back to those networks. And that wasn't happening last year. It was, uh, it's not going to happen now because right. of how, and we said this at the top of the show, Christine, the, the four major sports here in this country, NHL, MLB, NFL, and in hockey, I'm sure I'm sure I repeat myself somewhere, but NBA. all four major sports NBA. got the NBA. Yeah, NBA. On, NBA. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all those leagues, all those leagues survived off their TV contracts, and that's how the players and the personnel got paid. Now yeah. with the fans back in the stands, uh, they're not going to miss uh, out on that now. So yeah, and you know, yeah, and also too, um, you know, well, well, let's light it up like real quick. You know, with the, the, the college bowl season is starting as 
we speak of your guy, uh, Kenneth Walker Jr. said is skipping the Peach Bowl. You know, he's also he's only that he's also you know leaving for the NBA, uh, the NFL draft, I should say. Also, to Kenny Pickett, who is the you know the the talented you know better five year uh, quarterback from Pittsburgh. He's not good. He's going to skip and prep, and he's going to start prepping for the for the NFL draft as well. So that's now I'm, I'm sure that's now a pickup game that uh, that peach that peach bowl between Pittsburgh and Michigan State. But yeah, so we talked about it last week about you know top players you know des- mm-hmm. deciding to sit out or skip their bowl games. What are your what are you guys' thoughts on this? Because you know we're seeing I'm sure we're going to be seeing it more and more as we get we get closer and closer to some of these you know big bowl games. So what 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 are your what's your take on this? I said this a, a, a couple of years ago on our radio show, and I'll say it again. We saw it with Leonard Fournette when he was at LSU, Christian McCaffrey at Stanford. You're seeing it here. Unless you're playing for the national championship, you should protect yourself. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. going to the NFL draft because uh, uh, there's a lot of money at stake for, for these hopefuls, and your draft position is important. And so uh, if you're a player, even though you have these all these NIL rules and uh, all the stuff that's coming to college football, we'll get to that on the other side of this break. But uh, if you're a Kenneth Walker or another high top prospect, unless you're playing for the national championship, you must protect yourself. You have to look out for yourself because those schools don't give a damn about you once, you, once you're gone or in or if you're hurt. So you got to look out for yourself. No, I agree. And I said that last week too, how if you have a chance to go to the NFL draft, go like, mm-hmm. don't worry about your, your college bowl game. And and like you said, Sid, unless you're in the championship, do, do whatever you have to do. It's a great mm-hmm. opportunity. You're young. You have no one holding you back. Go do it. All right. So yeah, so I'm sure we'll talk more about this as we go along here, as we get closer and closer to some of the big bowl games, but we got to take a really quick break. Yes, yeah, so we'll keep you updated on if any more games are being, you know, you know, pushed back or you know, being moved. So we'll keep you guys updated on that. But nonetheless, though, we're going to do our picks for Week 15. Sid is starting to pull away, and you know, I'm still in last. So that's a little teaser we have coming up. <laughs> All right, with Sid, with Cindy Brown and Christine Madica from KXRB, I'm Lakina McGee. This is Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago, and we'll see you in a bit. AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. NFL Thursday night, the Chiefs beat the Chargers 34-28 in overtime. Kansas City 10-4 with the win. The Chargers dropped to 10-6. Three touchdown passes for Patrick Mahomes in the win. 31-47 passing, 410 yards. Travis Kelsey with two touchdown grabs. Justin Herbert had a pair of touchdown passes for the Chargers. 22 of 38 passing, 236 yards. He was picked off once. Mahomes connected with Kelsey for a 34-yard touchdown pass on the first possession of overtime. Win it, putting some separation between the division-leading Chiefs and the the Chargers in the AFC West. Scary moment in the first quarter when Chargers tight end Donald Parham Jr. was knocked unconscious. He was stretched off but is reportedly in stable condition. Kansas City's winning streak at seven. The Chargers had a two-game win streak snapped. For lightning fast sports updates, download the Score app. It's free and one of the most popular sports apps in North America. I'm Chuck Sanders. That's the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. Shop 40 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. This week only, plus new deals on outerwear and sweats. Save through December 15th at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Do you think it's okay to drive stoned? The truth is your reaction time slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. 
fever is a potential sign of COVID or the flu, and the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Be accurate with Exergen. Exergen Temporal Scanners, available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N dot com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Welcome back to Second City Sports Live and in Living Color right here on Sports Zone Chicago on the hashtag Football Friday right here. On, on Sports on Chicago, Second City Sports, Sid, Lakina, and Christine with you as we'll get into our Week 15 NFL picks in just a moment. Bro, breaking news from the world of the NFL. Tomorrow's Raiders-Browns game has been rescheduled. We'll get more information on that in just a moment. And Washington football team quarter, quarterback Taylor Heineke has now entered health and safety protocol. So both uh, – so the 22 players on the Washington football team are currently on their list. You can add Taylor Heineke's name to that list now. As you mentioned, Lakina, it seems like the news is changing with the players and teams yeah. by the second. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll get to we'll get to all that in a second. Apparently that Raiders-Browns game is now scheduled for 4 p.m. our time, Central time. So that's right before the uh, Vikings-Bears game. So, uh, yeah, no, right? no, I wish you was running right. at the same time. Right? Yeah, they're not going to do that. They weren't going to do that. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they weren't going to do that. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, Sid, you had 11, so you're starting to pull away. Um, I lost see- two games last week. My Apparently my best week of the year. Love yeah, that is, yeah, that is your best week. And Christy, you had your best week in a while too. You had you won ten. Uh, I only won eight. So you're pulling away. You're both pulling away from me. But I'm I'm coming up to both of y'all. We, get, we still got <laughs> we still got, a, we still got a few weeks left. So I'm I'm coming back here you know, with a comeback here. I don't know if it's gonna be Brady. You know when he beat the Falcons at the Super Bowl a few weeks back. But I woo. Ooh, all right, all right. But even, even though, <laughs> even though, even though, look, even though this game was is rescheduled for, now, it's not, it's not going to be on four o'clock on Monday. The Raiders and Browns, but we'll still do do that first uh, coming up. Uh, Sid, you start this one. Uh, Raiders and Browns. Uh, the let's see, the Raiders and the Browns. My cheat sheet says for the moment the Cleveland Browns are favored by five points. Of oh, course, this may this may help Cleveland because both their quarterbacks, Case Keenum and Baker Mayfield on both on uh, health and safety protocols. Maybe you can get one of them back in time for that game on Monday. Who knows? But uh, the Raiders, uh, they're on to stay on the East Coast for a couple more days. Mm-hmm. I know they're going through their issues. And they didn't look good last week. But this is a coin flip for me. Do not get the coin, Christine. I'll make this pick on my own. <laughs> but as of right now, I'm going with Cleveland. See, I was struggling with this one because – the quarterback situation for Cleveland, that's kind of an up-in-the-air situation. However, the Raiders have really been messing me up with my picks and just mm-hmm. have been stinking up the field. But it, it now with the game being moved, I think it just kind of depends on who can be active to play. Mm-hmm. If, if the new mm-hmm. rules apply at this point, if they say you're asymptomatic, you can go then that could change everything. I, I did pick Cleveland, but now with, with everything up in the air, it's kind of I, – I think I'm just going to stick with my gut and say Cleveland just because Vegas has been struggling lately. 
But again, with this game being so up in the air, you just don't know what's going to happen. So if you're a betting man or a woman, stay away from it. Um, but for now, my pick is going to be Cleveland. Yeah, I think even with all the issues, I mean, you know, Las Vegas, unless they have an intervention, I don't see you know them coming coming yeah. back. But you know, I'll, I'll say the I'll say Cleveland. You know, I know they've had their you know, their, like I said, their issues going on right now. We'll see if you know. Baker, you know, could be clear to play. He may not be cleared. You know, we don't know at this point, but, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But right now I'm picking Cleveland, too. Now, as of right now, this game is a go on Saturday nights. Um, of course, the time of year, you know, of course, you have, you know, Saturday games. You know, we want to make sure we mention that. Uh, Patriots and the Colts. Christine, you start this one for us. I think the Colts have really impressed me a lot and probably the rest of the NFL, too. They're good. But I don't think you can ast- underestimate the power of a uh, Coach Belichick and Mac Jones because he's just been lighting up that field and, and the way that he just takes command of such a well-known team and a well-known or- organization. It's inspiring for sure. So with that being said, I'm going to go with New England. I'm picking the healthier quarterback over someone that's been beaten down God knows how many times. So- <laughs> Of course, Indianapolis is trying to keep up in that wild card race in the mm-hmm. AFC. Of course, New England is trying to uh, clinch the top spot in the AFC. Of course, Kansas City has a lot to say about that, especially after their win last night at mm-hmm. Los Angeles against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you, Christine. New England is a better team. Can the Colts compete with them? Yes, even though they're at home. But it's going to be an ugly close game. I see New England running the ball very well. I know John DeTay is on the other side for the Colts, but I see New England coming out of there with a, probably with a 17-14 win. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with the Patriots. The Patriots are favored by two and a half, by the way. Okay, and they're coming off a bye as well. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, Jesus. Uh, I'll, I'll, I might hate myself for this, but I'll, I guess I'll pick the Patriots. But like I said before, if the Colts pull off the upset, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Wentz you know, throws for four touchdowns at the defense, you know, kind of smothers um Matt Jones you know I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> all right now this could be another game that could be could be moved but we'll we'll still pick it anyway you know as of right now the noon games on Fox you got the Cowboys and the Giants the Giants now have I guess seven players six or seven guys on the defensive side uh, in health and uh, in a COVID list or IR so but I don't think it's gonna matter I mean if if the the Cowboys don't get back uh, get back on track this week you know if Dak doesn't you know show some promise and and I know Zeke's been banged up, but it, but even still, I mean, you're oh, you're going against the Giants, a bad Giants team. I know they have four wins, but they're still terrible. So I'm picking the Cowboys, and if they don't, you know, blow them out, then I I don't know what else to to say. Yeah, Dallas almost gave that game away to Washington last week. Yep. I watched the majority of that game. Uh, you thought they were going to put it on Washington, but they just couldn't. They they had to hold on. But like you said, looking at the Giants are a bad team. The Cowboys should do whatever they want. Dallas is favored by 10. I'm going with the Cowboys. No said. Short and sweet Dallas. They got to get Thank back you. on track. <laughs> yeah. They, they got to get back on track during this week. So, and this is the game to do that. All right. I wish we could skip this game, but we have to pick it. Uh, a pair of 2-11s. You got uh, the Texans and the Jags, of course. You know. I'll start. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, set it up. I'll set it up here for a second. Of course, Urban Meyer is now gone. So if you had the over-under of Urban Meyer being gone before Christmas, you had a, you got a nice little uh, early uh, Christmas present there. We won't get into all the stuff, but it's Christine. You know, go ahead, my friend. Gosh, I call this the Toilet Bowl League. You know, this is the 
going to be the toilet bowl game. I had an interesting conversation because I circled this game because I'm like, God, it's like, who am I going to pick for this one? And I have an internal bet going on with uh, my ESPN buddy at the one that I work with, Jeff Turn from ESPN 102.3 in Sioux Falls here. And he said, I would go with Houston. And I said, you're crazy. I know that Jacksonville has their problems, but they even beat Houston during the start of the season. And I mm -hmm. expect that trend to continue. So I'm going against whatever that idiot said. Jacksonville. <laughs> Oh, I call gosh. him an idiot all the time. It's hilarious. <laughs> Jacksonville's favored by three and a half. Of course, Urban Meyer is going. Those players are happy. Let me tell you, yep. it's a home game for them, and they are going to show their best. If they don't do it here, I don't know when they're going to do it. Houston stinks. Let's go mm -hmm. with the Jaguars. Mm -hmm. yeah, the, yeah, I think you're going to see a totally different Jags team now that Urban yes. Meyer is gone. So, <laughs> yeah, you saw yeah, you saw some of the posts from uh, from social media from the players. I think you know some of them. I think some, I heard like like one of them said like Hallelujah or had a gift saying like Hallelujah or something like that. You know that yeah. scene with Tim Robbins from <laughs> um, that scene with Tim Tim Robbins for I, I can't think of the figure. Oh, Shawshank Redemption. You know where you know he kind of yes. like oh, uh, there yeah, you go. They, yeah, they had that gift, so it was hilarious. But yeah, I think you're gonna see a totally different Jags team. Houston's, you know, they're, they're just as bad. I mean, but I think the Jaguars are probably going to play their best game this season, and they're going to probably win this game pulling away. Um, and there's one here. You got the Titans and the Steelers. Um, so you start this one. The Titans are favored by two and a half. Uh, Pittsburgh still hanging around uh, the, the wild card race. Tennessee is trying to keep up uh, with the top spot in the AFC. This is really a hard one to pick. Uh, Tennessee doesn't have a running game. Pittsburgh does, but Pittsburgh – they're schizophrenic. They they show up one week and they can play with the best of them. The next week they fall flat on their face. I know I'm a. This is my take two and call me in the morning game, but I'm going with Pittsburgh, even though Tennessee's favored by two and a half. I agree. I'm going with Pittsburgh too, just because I I think especially being a home game for them that that's pretty much the main reason why I picked it because they have, they have great fans in the stands. And I, I think Tennessee is going to have to find a way to catch up with the Steelers in the end of this one. Okay. I might, I might regret this one. I'm going back and forth in this game, but I, I guess I'll pick the Steelers because I don't know which Steelers team you're going to get. Like, you know, the Titans, they don't have a running game with Derrick Henry being out and, you know, AJ Brown, I'm sure there's no update on him. So he might still be out. So, it might be one of those you know, nine six six three type of deals, you know, sort of three nothing or whatever. So <laughs> 1970s football. There we go. Well, yeah, that's that's probably what you're gonna get. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, moving right along here, you got the Jets and the Dolphins. The Dolphins need this game to kind of you know keep pace with their very slim playoff hopes. A lot has to happen ahead of them, not only them winning their games. Like I think two will have a nice show. I know the defense, you know. The Jets might keep it close for a little bit. You know, this is a nice AFC East showdown, but I'm picking the Dolphins. Short and sweet for me, Dolphins. It's got to be. The Jets have, have their own issues, which, by the way, I find I found out at the beginning of the season. I was wondering where, you know, our former kicker, Eddie Pinero, Pinero was, and he just signed on with the Jets, the poor guy. So I, I wish him the best of luck there. But for this game, it's got to be Miami. Zach Wilson of the Jets, welcome to South Beach. I'm going with the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, now, of course, this game's been, been pushed back, but still, we're still going to pick it nonetheless, though. Washington and the Eagles, you know, who are coming off the bye in, 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 in NFC East. It uh, looks like Jalen Hurts will be back for the Eagles. So, you know, the, the COVID issues with your Washington, I don't know how, how long, you know, it, it might, they still might be a little bit banged up. So I, I guess I, there's another pick I might regret later, but I'm picking the Eagles. I'm doing the Eagles for this one too, especially with Hertz being back. There's a lot of uncertainty with the football team now with all the COVID uh, players that are on the COVID list. And this is just a good NFC battle that's going to happen if it turns out to be a good game. But for this one, I'm going to say fly birds fly. Yeah. With Heineke and Kyle Allen on the, on the COVID list, of course, Ryan Fitzpatrick's out for the year with a hip pointer. Washington's got to find a quarterback to play in that game. And how long can this uh, quarterback learn their playbook? I don't know. But I'm going with Philadelphia on this one. We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'll say, yeah, we might might have to do like a little little crash course here. But uh, that'll be be interesting. But, uh, okay, uh, again, short and sweet, you know, Cardinals and Lions. I know some people said this could be a potential trap game for the Cardinals. It's a short week. They're traveling cross country. they got to play a noon game. I don't think it's going to be a big problem. Um, I think they're not going to be very happy. The fact that they let the you know, let the, the game against the Rams slip away, it might you know, take them a little bit. It may take them a quarter to kind of get their feet, you know, their feet going, you know, and their energy going. But I'm going to pick the card. I think they're going to pull away late. They can't afford to lose any more any more games. They want to keep pace with the Packers and the Bucks for that number one skin NFC. So I'm picking the Cardinals pulling away. I'm going with Arizona as well. Lakina, we got some good news for that game on Sunday. It says you, now with that Washington uh, and Philadelphia game being moved to perhaps Tuesday. You know who we get on that game on Sunday for Fox for Arizona-Detroit? Oh, I know. We got the all-brother team and Gus Johnson and Key to leave, you know, making their return. Yay! Yay. You might, might get that game here in Chicago. So, you know, yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> so again, with the Washington-Philly uh, game being uh, postponed, I think we might get that game. We'll see. But yeah. Yeah. So um Arizona's favored by 12 and a half. They're going on the road for a noon central time game against another bad NFC North team. We saw we what they did here in Chicago a couple weeks ago. They'll do it again. So Arizona will beat Detroit. Yeah, I wouldn't uh this game doesn't fool me for a second. Arizona. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's keep it short with this one. You got the Panthers who apparently don't have a quarterback and the Bills who have been in free fall. Sid, you start this one for us. Uh, besides those two bad non-calls by the officials last week, Buffalo still had a chance to beat Tampa Bay, like you mentioned, Carolina, with all their issues. Because it's a home game and Buffalo needs this game more than the Panthers do, I'm running with the Bills. I'm going to run with the Bills, too. What happened with Cam Newton? I totally missed that. Unfortunately, you can't go home again. <laughs> oh, boy. Well... He tried. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills. They should have a pretty solid game now with the uncertainty of the quarterback. And they kept it close with Tampa Bay, but I, I had my faith in Tom Brady. So this one is going to go to the Bills probably. Yeah, Pan- they- Panthers, so, yeah Panthers are a nine-and-a-half-point underdog. Mm. Okay, yeah, I, pro- I probably would take that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the Bills, you know, they've had a couple of, you know, rough – you know, rough uh, games, you know, the last couple of weeks. I, I mean, this, this could be a get, get right game for them. You know, Panthers, they don't know who they want, who they need, to, who they want to play at quarterback. So hopefully Josh Allen, it looks like he was a full participant all week long. It seems like he's recovered from that foot injury. So 
you know, give the ball to Devin Singletary, let your defense do their thing, and hopefully maybe they can smother whoever the quarterback is. I know they, they have a lot to prove this way. So I'm going to pick the Bills as well, make it a clean sweep. Now, a good one here, first of the 3 o'clock games. You got the Bengals and the Broncos, both at 7-6, and six, trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. Christine, you start this one for us. Okay, this is a tough one because I, I this is one of the games that I circled because Cincinnati really did start off hot. Like, I thought, whoa, this is the team that, that you have to look out for in the future. But playing in Denver, that's going to be tough. The atmosphere-wise, it's going to be tough. So I, I think this is going to be really close. The Bengals, the, their defense, they need to shut down the offense for the Broncos and Teddy Bridgewater. And the AFC North has done a number with Denver, just to have a little facts here. So 0-3 against AFC North teams. So it, it's just, yeah, like it, it's, yeah, ah, boy. I, I'm, I'm going to pick Cincinnati for this one. All right. Uh, I'm not to borrow this phrase again. Take two and call me in the morning. But I'm going with the Broncos, as you mentioned, Christine. The uh, the the Bengals, just like the Chargers we talked about earlier, they're a good team. But this is what young teams do: you win a couple of in a row, in a row you feel yourself, you you're feeling yourself, and then you, you lose to a, a team that you're not supposed yeah. to lose to. Cincinnati, they had a heartbreaking loss. Uh, at home against San Francisco last week, even though they came back on 13 points down. Yeah. They, they didn't run the ball very well. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, they were the story last week. Uh, it's going to be another tough sell. I'm not saying they can't win that game, but uh, but until they prove it to me otherwise, I'm going with Denver. And by the way, Cincinnati is a three-point favorite as we stand here today. Yeah, I guess they must until something we don't. I mean, Cincinnati has let me down the last couple of weeks. I mean, you know, the 49ers game and, you know, the game last week. I I, I don't know what to – oh, God. I'm going to hate myself. Oh, but pick I'm going to pick – Come to the orange pick, side. I'm gonna, yeah, <laughs> they're both orange. But, yeah, I'm going to pick Cincy again. You know, hopefully the third time will be the charm. But then again, watch Teddy Bridgewater throw for, like, four touchdowns or something. So – I might regret it later. Uh, a good one here. Again, they're a sort of similar situation, you know, in, in the NFC with the Falcons and the 49ers. Both teams hoping to keep their, you know, up, up, I think the Falcons probably, their slim playoff hopes alive. I think the 49ers are trying to find their find their groove. They're finding their their, their rhythm. Mm -hmm. So I think Garoppolo's been you know, looking pretty good. I know, you know, George Kittles look good. The defense look good for the 49ers. So I'm going to pick the 49ers. It'll be close. I think, I think the Falcons will keep it close, but I think the 49ers will pull away late. Congrats to Christina for picking the Falcons last week against a bad Carolina team. But the Atlanta's uh, playoff host will fizzle because they're going to lose to San Francisco. You know why? Because of the 49ers defense to Joey Bosa and because of George Kittle, who's been the hottest tight end in the league over the last three weeks. So San Francisco's favored by seven and a half at home. I'm taking the 49ers. This is an easy one for me. Yeah, I'm taking the 49ers for this one, too. They're finally starting to get their groove back, which George Kittle back, that's always a positive sign. He's a great energy on and off the field. Jimmy G's finding his groove again. So, yeah, 49ers for me, too. All right. Now, again, this game has been rescheduled to Tuesday. I'm sure it's, I'm assuming it's gonna, probably going to be the late game on Tuesday. But still, nonetheless, we'll still pick it anyway in this order. You got the Seahawks and the Rams. Sid, you start this one for us. I was really looking forward to watching that game live via my computer. Now I can. Damn it. I know who's <laughs> upset more. You know who's really upset is the folks at Fox. Originally, at the beginning of the season, this was supposed to have been America's game of the week. But thanks to Russell mm -hmm. Wilson's 
busted thumb in their bad record. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Now he had to be moved to Tuesday. My goodness. But yeah. this is the world we're living in. The Rams are favored by seven. Now, the Rams, as Lakina mentioned earlier, they had a big win on the road. As I told you last Friday on this show, they'll beat the Cardinals on Monday Night Football. That's exactly what happened. Uh, your boy, Chris. Close. Yeah, <laughs> Christine, your boy Russell Wilson, he's in for a whole lot of trouble. Did you see Aaron Donald, what he did to Kyler Murray? Yeah, yeah. He's going to do it again. <laughs> so I'm going with the Rams. <laughs> I'm picking the Rams for this one, too. Again, short and sweet. They've been – the Rams are a decent team. Seattle, they're up in the air with everything. So Rams. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Rams too. I mean, if, if we get the same Aaron Donald we got on Monday night, I think you might as well. I think Russell Wilson should probably just just run, should just run, yeah. run and probably don't come back. <laughs> but we'll see. It should be a fun one as it usually is between these two teams. As is this one. This could be this could be the other uh, America's game of the week. But unfortunately, Lamar Jackson will be playing due to an ankle injury. So you're gonna get Tyler Huntley as it starts as the Ravens host the Packers. So Sid, you start this one for us. Uh, if that's the case. <laughs> and then you get Joe Buck on the call too. Uh, I know some of y'all hate him way Yay. more. Than that, but that's, a, that's a whole nother issue. But as a fan, I'm cheering hard as hell for Baltimore. I am. But as an expert, I'm going with the Packers. For, for a split second on Sunday night, I saw fear in Aaron Rodgers' eyes, and I held on to that image for as long as I could. Um, <laughs> but with Lamar Jackson not playing, actually, Rodgers, you know, that toe for him, the more that he plays on it, it's going to do him a lot of damage in the future. So that's kind of an unknown situation. I, I have no doubt that he'll probably start that game and you know green bay is going to do what green bay does and they're going to win so green bay yeah and much i would love to see an upset you know with tyler hunter k pull do it again against the nfc north team of course we saw what he did to the bears you know for you know a couple <laughs> weeks back but it's not going to happen so i'm no. going to pick the packers it's going to be close though but i think it's going to probably going to be end up being the packers They'll probably pull away late now. And NFC South now, I, I guess, you know, I guess NBC thought that their colleague Drew Brees going to somehow come out of retirement and play this game, but that's not happening. The Saints and the Bucks. I'm going to pick the Bucks. I mean, they're, they're kind of like they're on a high right now. They have an outside shot of game that number one's in the NFC. So and I know Brady wants that bye. You know, he's going to have a, a big game. That the defense is going to look really good against the Saints. Like they want to avenge that loss from earlier this season. So I'm going to pick the Bucks. Oh, when Tom Brady comes marching in, you know, like not the Saints, <laughs> or when Tom Brady comes marching and yeah, it, it's going to be a Tampa Bay. What a game that they had with those bills. It, it was a, it was a close one for sure. And it had me sweating a little bit, but you know, they, they pulled it off and I have no doubt they're going to, they're going to take over this field in new Orleans too. So I'm going to go with, I'm sorry, they're at home. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. They're going to dominate their own home field. Now, unfortunately I won't be watching this game. I'll be watching the highlights. Uh, I'm, I'm telling it on myself when you know why, because I already know the results. Tampa Bay's favored by 11 and a half. As you mentioned, Christine Brady's on the mission. They're going to avenge that loss from early year. Yeah. It doesn't matter if Sean Payton, uh, who's not going to coach, by the way, for the Saints because right. of the bug. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it's not going to matter. So take Brady, take the Bucks, and the points. Book it. Oh, I like that like the little saying there. Book okay. It. 
All right, and last but not least, or you know, depending on, or maybe least, depending on how you look at it on Monday nights, uh, you got the Vikings and the Bears. We've seen the you know, the Bears, of course, their entire coaching, well, most of their coordinators are you know in COVID protocols. Uh, uh, Sean Desai, Bill Lazor, of course, uh, the Chris Taper, their special teams coach. You know, they're all going to be in COVID protocols. They probably will be able to. Oh, coach. the substitute teachers in protocol. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, boy. pretty much. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> the reason why I said it because he was the coach. He was the coach that filled in for Matt Nagy during that Forty yeah. Nineers game of yeah, Halloween. Yeah, and, and, the, yeah. and the team actually looked good. They yeah. just couldn't pull it out. <laughs> yeah, and also too nice going to have that Denny's mini will plays. I know the Vikings are going to be coming off a bye week. They still have an outside shot of getting to the playoffs. You know, a lot has to happen in front of them, but they got to keep winning. It's going to be close. I know it's going to be cold. It's going to be close, but I'm going to say the Vikings. Just because I don't trust what the Bears go. They got you know, too many guys in COVID protocols. You got the coaches in protocols to some of the coordinators. Yeah, it, it's a recipe for disaster for the for the Bears. So I'm picking the Vikings. See, this is a tough one for me because you don't know which Viking football team you're going right. to get. Mm-hmm. They can win against really great teams like the Packers, right? But then they mm-hmm. can lose against very bad teams like the Lions. And, and, you know, we got a glimpse on Sunday night in that first half of the Bears of what they can really do. And I I was in shock. Like, they were running the ball. They were throwing it with great plays. We saw an actual football team. And more importantly, like I mentioned before, Aaron Rodgers was not – he was on the edge of his seat a little bit. He's thinking, wow – I'm about to eat my own words right now when I say I still own you because now this may happen. But Mm -hmm. it's so tough because to assess both of these teams with the seasons they've had, it's all kind of up in the air. I know with, you know, COVID protocols and and everyone being out, uh, I don't know. I, I guess it depends for this game what type of the, uh, what type of a team we're going to get from the Vikings. So I don't know. I think what what do they have for the over or under sit for this game? Is uh, it the over and under totals is 43 and a half. Okay. So it's I uh, I you know, I think because it's a home game, it's Monday night. I think they're still kind of riding on that high and like what you guys were mentioning at the beginning of the show too. If the guys want to keep their job, they got to have that tank in the get in the gas in the tank, sort of speak. So, because Minnesota, from what I've seen, has been so finicky and so hot and cold, I'm going to pick the Bears for this one, just because you don't know what team you're going to get out of the Vikings. And I know, you know. Obviously, we're we're gonna have probably see Matt Nagy call a lot of plays. Maybe he's gonna get a kick in his ass too, you know, with all of this. Maybe <laughs> maybe he's gonna realize, oh man, if I want another job, maybe I should do this. So, uh, well, it all depends on the type of game that the Vikings are having. So, for right now, I'm going with the Bears. I would laugh at this part, Christina. Insert laughter here, but I'm not going to because it, it would be. Uh, fitting for the Bears to surprise everyone for right. a win. It, it would be. It would yeah. be. But right. for, for my better judgment, I'm going with the Vikings. It's all about Dalvin Cook. It's all about Justin yeah. Jefferson. Enough said. Right. Yeah. I, I know. And I should do that too. But because 
get the I mean, literally, the Vikings have been so hot and cold. Right. And you know, they either lose it right at the last second or they have a field goal that loses it for them. So it's it's really up in the air right now for me. It's a dope. Yeah, look, it's totally understandable. And and then look, I, I I get it. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised the Bears do try somehow pull this out. So it's always weird between always a toss up with these two teams you know, play each yeah. other. So mm-hmm. it is totally understandable. And those are your week 15 picks for the National Football League. This is Second City Sports on Sports Social Chicago. Wrapping things up here with Sydney Brown and our, our buddy you know, Christine Manica from KXRB in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I'm McKenna McGee. Uh, college Hoops Talk, real quick, guys. Um, you know, the Northwestern DePaul game, which is again, I was looking forward to, you know, that was canceled because, you know, they're having COVID issues over at DePaul. Duke has oh, had a, a, wow. a, yeah, so Duke's had a pretty interesting week too. Uh, they had a, a game against Cleveland State that was postponed because they had to pause, you know, Cleveland State did. And now they had a Loyola versus, they had to, um, you know, find another opponent. Now the Loyola versus Loyola Maryland game, they, they got that. That was a team that they added because one of their other games, because that game got postponed, canceled, I should say. So now that game's canceled because Loyola's having issues. Not not the Illinois one, but the one just outside Baltimore and Maryland. Yeah. yeah. And let's do a couple others. Um, I know UCLA, they had to pause. So it's because they're having COVID issues. <laughs> um, their game against North Carolina, which is supposed to have been on, on um, I think it was, that was the CBS on. Sports Classic. Yeah. yeah and then tomorrow, the UCLA yeah. game is canceled too. Yep. So, you know, postponed, I should say. Yo, no, canceled. It was canceled. It's no, canceled. Just, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it canceled. And there have been a couple other games. I know Syracuse had to, you know, their game got canceled because they're having issues over at Lehigh. Uh, Seton Hall won. Their, their, their next game was, was tomorrow against Iona. Rick, with, you know, Rick, coach Rick, Rick Patino, because they're having issues. That game was can has been canceled. So just a lot going on with the college who was about the men's and women's side. I know, I know a couple of the women's, uh, Teams, you know, they've had to you know, postpone their c- cancel their games, you know, because they're having issues. A couple had to pause. It's just crazy. It, it's crazy all the way around. And I, and I will say this: What was it last week? Cornell they had to shut down the campus mm-hmm. because nine hundred of their students got COVID. So it's just uh, again, I think it just depends on how these universities are going to handle the situation. Like we were talking about in the in the start of when I hopped on here, I they're not going to shut down like they're just not. And um, they're going to try to do whatever they can to get as many games as possible without losing that much financially in that regard. Yeah, that's what's going to happen here with both college and pro as we try to get through through this uh, challenging time, especially with the holiday season. We're right mm-hmm. in the midst of it already. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how these leagues uh, push forward push forward uh we got less than a couple minutes left lakina let's give out a quick a uh, quick a uh, couple of quick shout outs uh first to the northern illinois uh yes. football team they're going to play their ball game tonight is secure ball from orlando as they face uh coastal carolina at five o'clock you can see that game on espn too that's at five o'clock tonight central standard time so good luck to those illinois uh illinois uh northern illinois huskies that's a pretty yeah. good sh- that's a pretty good chance of clear team they're playing. So hopefully they mm-hmm. can, if, you know, if they can, I can't pull off us, then hopefully they can keep it close. So, <laughs> yeah. And also to uh, give a shout out to a good friend of the show, 
Lakina yes. Miss Alyssa Burger Meaty. Yes, uh, she's a White morning. Sox in-game yeah. host. She filled in for David Hall this morning on 670 The Score in Chicago nice. on the Mully yeah. and Hall show. So uh, she did a great job. And, she did. You know, she's she a, really did. Uh, she's a nice person. She She's a great personality. Of course, if you go to White Sox games, you'll see her uh, mingling with the fans as the official in-game host. And speaking of that, she wanted – she wanted me to pass this along. She couldn't hop on today, but uh, she's looking for a new co-host. So go to WhiteSox.com for more information. Oh, yeah. So, so they're looking for a new co-host. All right. So, yeah. So if you're a White Sox fan, you know, you want to hang out with Alyssa, you can have a lot of fun. I don't know if we'll yes. be able to, I don't know if we'll be able to play anytime soon, you know, but <laughs> we'll have to, we'll to wait and see, but still, it's still, anyway, it's, it's a cool job. We've seen Alyssa's videos and her interviews, mm -hmm. you know, she does a great job. So, you know, you guys can, this is a great opportunity for all you White Sox fans. I know, I know Sid would enter, but I, try, I think he's a little, you know, he might be older. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not, not that, not that I'm saying you're too old. So I'm not saying that. Right, right, right. I'm, 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 I know, I'm, I know, I know. But, I would but, change yeah. everything up in there. And I don't know if the White Sox would like it or not. So but <laughs> we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. So, uh, all right. So what are you guys looking forward to this weekend? You know, what, you know, despite all the craziness. Going home tomorrow. That's what I'm looking forward to. And today <laughs> is actually um, my grandma's 95th birthday. So that's Yay. Why happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. So that's why I'm going home a little bit earlier. We're having a little party for her tomorrow. So that'll be nice. And then see my dog. I miss my dog. Aww. <laughs> you know, I just want to see cuddle her a little bit. Oh, that's adorable. Uh, what about you, Sid? Uh, whatever football games are available on Sunday, I'll uh, actually watch those. I know a couple of games have been moved to Tuesday, and, of course, the Browns-Raiders game has been moved to Monday right before the Bears game. Uh, whatever college basketball is left, I'll try to look at it. <laughs> I'll try. But the ones that we talked about this last week, Lakina, the ones I was looking forward to, they've been canceled, postponed. It, it, it just stinks. But yeah. uh, there's, a, there's a couple of good NBA games this week. Of course, I look forward to that. And hopefully the Bulls game will still be on for Sunday as they'll host LeBron James and the Los crossed. Angeles Lakers. Yeah, fingers yes. crossed. Yeah, fingers mm -hmm. crossed there. Yeah, all the things you you know, you said, Sid, but also to a couple of college hoops games. Tennessee and Memphis at 11 a.m. on ESPN2. Memphis coming off that big win. Okay, I can watch that one. Penny Hardaway. Let's yeah, go. Against yeah, coming off that big win against Alabama, so definitely going to be checking out that game. That day, you talked uh, the bowl, all of you know the bowl games. You know, even if you're not into this, the smaller ones, you know, they're still pretty cool. You know, they're they're playing the Bahamas Bowl right now, Toledo and uh, Middle Tennessee. So that's an interesting one. There, you guys can check the rest of, uh, the rest of that game. Marquette and Xavier on the college uh, college hoop side. That's FS1. That's at three o'clock. And uh, now the the second game was was canceled, but the first game of the uh, CBS class is still on. You got. You got uh, Texas Tech hosting Gonzaga. Looking, both teams looking pretty good. So that should be a fun one on CBS. So that game is still on. But uh, yeah, so also to uh, Indiana Notre Dame, a great rivalry game that'll be on the Big Fox Network at one thirty. Notre Dame fresh off their uh, their big win against uh, Kentucky. Indiana's been kind of up and down under, under first year head coach Mike Woodson. So finishing up their conference uh, non conference schedule. So. You know, so a couple of great games, you know, just, just whatever's left. So, you know, just safety wise, you know, there's going to be hopefully there'll be some games for us to enjoy this week, this weekend, I should say. Yeah, not all is lost. Not all. Yeah, is yeah lost. absolutely. Exactly. All right. So take us out. Take us home. Uh, you can follow yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, that's S-I-D-K-I-D-A-0, S-I-D-K-I-D-A-0. Follow me at Kingdom McGee on the Twitter and at Kingdom McGee on the IG. 
Christine, where can people follow you? <laughs> and then they can follow me on Twitter at cmanica underscore kxrv. All right, folks. Oh, oh, Sid, Sid, so wrap it up for us. Okay, you go. Make sure you download that Sports Zone Chicago app wherever you get your apps. Make sure you follow Sports Zone Chicago on all social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Make sure you uh, follow us on our podcast edition at War on Anchor. We are available on all podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app. Follow War Media on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can listen to Second City Sports every Monday and every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. right here live in Living Color on Sports Zone Chicago. We probably will have a slight change in our schedule next week. We'll keep you posted on that. And thank you very much for your support. Like, share, subscribe, and tell your friends. All right. So, you guys, please be safe out there. Like we've been saying earlier, wash your hands, wear your mask. You know, wipe everything down and just, you know, try to protect yourself from these new variants. You know, things are not going crazy right now. But even none, but even still, for Sid and Christine, I'm Lakina. This has been Second City Sports on Sports Hill Chicago, and we'll see you next week. Till Monday. Holla! <laughs>